Shalom. Shalom. Hey, shalom. Welcome to the Upper Room. I'm Darren Obby, your host. Uh, we'll be getting deep into the uh, scriptures uh, yet again. Uh, if you're new to the Upper Room, head on over to the uh, Almond House uh, main channel. Uh, you'll find our weekly uploads of the uh, Torah portions. We go through the Book of Moses and we see Yeshua on every page. Hallelujah. In the meantime, um, I, I, I literally cannot wait for this. I'm so gassed. Um, I'm going to be joined by my brother Joe. Shalom. Ollie. Yo. And... <laughs> Jackie. Shalom, brother. I'm, I'm excited like it as well. I can't wait to get into this subject. What I will say at this point, get a brew on, get comfortable, strap yourself in because uh, we're in for the long haul. Um, uh, today's topic, from courtship to covenant. Um, so we're going to be going um, all the way through the, 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 the process from start to finish of, of uh, yeah, from courtship to, to covenant. Um, it's such a big topic. Yeah. I know within the fellowship, within the group, and and, and amongst the conversations that we have, um, it, it's an inescapable topic, and uh, I can't wait to dive in a, a bit deeper. Um, this is the first of a two-parter. Um, again, just to bring that balance, it's great to get a, a side from the, from the gents, and then uh, in the next episode we'll be we'll be getting the ladies' perspective. She brews. She brews. The she brews <laughs> are on it. Um, so yeah, let's explore our thoughts, our ideas, um, our experiences, uh, on, on the subject. Um, now again, just to get us, uh, get us going, it's always good to start off with some scripture. So Matthew 19, four to five, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh, Echad. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Amen. So, um, Ollie, if you could uh, take it away from uh, for us, uh, with regards to um, how do we identify a, pot a potential partner, a spouse or a wife? You know, is it... Hollywood visions of the one butterflies and tingles in the stomach and getting giddy or is there a, a, a protocol to this is there a is there a mapping that we should maybe be following or at least endeavoring to look into in order to 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 start the walk with a pr prospective partner yeah for sure I mean I think the, the main thing I just want to start off with is uh, like just empathy for people in this period of their life because it can be really confusing for people uh, there's so many things that are pulling people from one way to another where it's like unmet needs it's uh, emotional it's psychological it's physio like physical side of things as well and um, I've seen you know people I think we all have in this phase in their life where they're a bit like um, a leaf getting blown around in the wind from one person to another really kind of quite quite confused and uh, and there's certain elements that they're really passionate about can't get this person out of their mind other things where it just doesn't feel congruent and it's just you know a real minefield for people so my hope for today is that we can just really like ground people in some like simple protocols that are biblical that get written on people's hearts so they come out excited about doing this in a in a great way that's going to be like you know building on the rock and, um, you know, I, I'm really excited about, you know, the, the potential of, you know, being able to get that across. When it comes to um, choosing a partner, uh, I think we need to look at what's going on emotionally first. 
so that people understand why there is so much confusion. So men and women in the flesh, they've got loads of things going on. I'm just going to focus on a couple of things just to make a point, really. So it's, it's often different for men and women. Um, for women in the flesh, they're often looking for somebody to see value in them, to honour them, to look at them like the only, they're the only woman in the world, to, to feel special and honoured, to anything that communicates like worth to them. It can be like... Uh, giving them vitality, you know, it can be like a life force to them, you know, it can be, it, it, and a lot of women are, are feeling lonely and looking for that thing that's going to make them feel better about themselves. And the danger with that is in the flesh, that a guy can quite easily make a woman feel like that in this dating stage without them being the right person for them or being compatible mm. in marriage. You can even get, you know, sexual predators who will re- read books and go on courses to know how to pick up women and make them feel that way to, so they can sleep with them and stuff. So it's, it's really heavy. And, um, you know, we, we need to provide people with a, a, a more um, reliable protocol to go about this than, like you said, than just those butterfly feelings because they're fleeting and it's dangerous. You know, it, it, can, be, it can be taken for a ride and it will feel so right because all those needs that, that a woman's got, you know, it's going to feel so right that then they're going to literally not be able to think logically about the situation anymore. Mm. You know, it's going to, and so we need to just kind of outline some stuff today, I think, that, that grounds people. And the same goes for men as well. I mean, um, men, we've got a lot of sexual energy. And so when we find somebody and there's chemistry there, we've got those butterflies. We're like uh, sexually attracted to somebody. Um, We we can lose our minds in the same way. And we're we're at danger there because in the same way as you've got those male kind of sexual predators, there are women who will use their looks and sex to get, you know, what they want. And um, it, it can be a bit like, uh, you know, in Greek, Greek mythology, you've got those, they're called sirens, those uh, beautiful kind of mermaid creatures. And they lure the, the sailors in and they crash on the rocks and they turn into monsters. And get, <laughs> you know, you, there, there can be an element of that. Um, and, you know, if that's offensive to any women out there, don't worry, that means it's probably not you. But, you know, <laughs> there, 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 are, there, there are women out there as well that, that can be like that. So, um, you know, as well as women needing to be careful, men need to be super careful. You don't want to be giving away your power um, through uh, and, 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 you know, your, your, your authority, really, by somebody using sex to, to make, you know, to make you weak. You need to really have your wits about you when you're going into this. So we need to provide people with a, a protocol, really, uh, to go about this that's, uh, that, that's simple and easy. And even when you kind of have all that chemistry going on, you're not going to lose your mind. Because the thing is about these two things in men and women as well, they kind of like um, feed into one another. Because if you've got a woman who's looking and wanting to feel special and get validated in that way, and a man who's like looking at them like, wow, you are the only woman in the world. I can't get you out of my mind. You know, I'm so attracted to you. You know, the woman's going to feel validated in that way, and the guy's going to, and it just goes, you know, both both, both partners Mm. experience this thing, and it's got little to nothing to do with how compatible you're going to be in marriage. And so you end up going into marriage totally unprepared like and and then it can be an absolute train wreck for people and sadly like I've seen the damage that that can cause in people's lives when you get with somebody and it's and it's not right um you know when people break up or however it might be like I, I know people in their 30s that are still having panic attacks over relationships in their teenage years you know 
it's it's one of the most permanent irrevocable decisions that it can make in life True. isn't it you know this and if we get it wrong um it, it causes irrevocable pain and and suffering in, in our soul and damage in our souls so um you know we need to our heart really is to to lay it out for people who are, in, who are confused at this stage to make it easier to navigate through this um, and just to feel excited about it you know what mm. hopefully oh, what we talk about is going to be exciting <laughs> and people are going to be like yes it makes sense i'm really looking forward to doing this in the right way um so that's that's a bit of an intro to answer your question i think if you're looking for a partner biblically it's actually pretty simple they have to be a, a believer you know, yep. uh, so yeah. that that we're not unequally yoked. Yes, um, that's pretty much one of the only things that the the Bible states is a, is a must. You know, so <laughs> yeah. we, we've got to tick that box. And the reason is, I mean, for all the women out there, I can't imagine as a bloke what it would be like to sign up to submit to a, a, a flawed man for like the rest of my life. You know, that must be a challenge to to you know do that. The only hope I would have as a woman if I was going to do that, was that the man that I was going to submit to at least some of the time is submitted to Christ. You know, that would be like my only hope because I know my flaws and I know my friend's flaws. Um, surely that would be uh, a must that this guy that you're going to submit to is going to be submitted to Christ. So so hopefully there's there's going to be a bit of a, an anchor there. And same for guys, if I want to be a head of a family and I want to, um, uh, I, I want to be submitted to Christ, I want a woman who respects that and sees value in me being submitted to Christ without that I just I don't understand how you don't have any foundation at all really mm-hmm. number two don't have sex before marriage um th- it's so simple this it's just if you have sex before marriage before you're sure that that person's the one and then y- it doesn't work out and you break up you when you have sex you have these soul connections and when they get severed people spend the rest of their life trying to get over this. I mean, you're playing with your, your, your emotional well-being, your mental well-being, your spiritual well-being. Um, it massive. really, it's you know, can cause thing. irrevocable damage. I mm-hmm. mean, at the very best, yeah. you're going to be cut up for a year or so. Like, just don't do it. Just like, just... At least. Yeah, absolutely. Just give it enough time to make sure that you're absolutely 100% sure that this person is compatible. And that involves not putting yourself in temptation, not going around to each other's house at night time. Just don't, don't, don't put, you don't need to do it. And then the final thing is to get a bit of a a vision together about what life together is going to look like. Set your expectations out, lay it all on the table, get a bit of a plan not talking about planning like timelines and deadlines and stuff, but just visualize what life's going to be uh, be like. Because if you've got a woman choosing to submit to a man, surely you're going to want to have some idea of what you're going to be submitting to, what your life's going to be looking looking like. And surely if you're a bloke and you want to be a head of a household, surely you're going to want to find a woman who's excited about what you're building, what your vision is, and they want to be your helper and they want to get on board. You know, I just think these three basic things we should keep on coming back to all the way through today because it's so simple, it's biblical, and by the end of the today's session, I hope it's so written on people's hearts that they wouldn't want to do it any other way. Beautiful, bro. Uh, yeah, again, bringing in the glory with a, with a fire <laughs> introduction. Hallelujah, man. Praise Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought that you just needed the VO5, bro, with the flip. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm only joking. No beautiful opening, but I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, I think, like you said, those those three uh, those three pillars, if you like, uh, will be will be dipping 
uh, in various steps through the conversation because uh, I think they're very uh, solid staples to to the to, to what we're talking about. Yeah. Um. So when it comes to that initial, um, uh, it's too. It's almost like too contrite saying, "How do you identify a partner?" Like <laughs> the radar's <laughs> up and he's saying, "Ning ning 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 ning." Um, yeah, what's what's the protocol? How, like, how do you actually respectfully um, approach somebody? Because essentially, first of all, it's your, it's your sister first. Um, in Christ, in your sister in Christ. So you could be encroaching on on that. Um, you're encroaching on somebody else's p- potential partner at the same time oh, as yeah. well. Um, and then there's the uh, the damage that it can do within the community or the group. Uh, you don't basically you just don't want to be feeling weird around people. Mm. Um, what's, what's, how do we, how do we, how can we differentiate between like, oh, wow, we get on really well. This is, this is, there could be a connection or, you know, what's, what's, what do you reckon? How, how do we go about that? I I pondered this myself for a while. You know, I just want to first off, just say, um, it's just beautiful to have three other gents around this table wanting people to, you know, have a, a, a bright future to have a, a beautiful future with another partner and, and we want to do this right and um before I, before i attempt to answer your yeah, question yeah, by all means um you know this is something that's really on my heart uh, um courtship and the reason being is is that we've had this prophetic community now for a while or glory be to yah and the only time the biggest pitfall we see in the bible of israel is through relationships and i mean you know balaam the the most gifted sorcerer and was hired and he couldn't curse israel so what did he do um balak sent him mobite women unbelievers um uh, you know of of the god of abraham isaac and jacob and seduced the nation and brought brought a plague upon the nation and you know my heart really really does go out to people in this in this current time because we're living in a society that doesn't follow the Torah um, in, in communities in terms of like, um, you know, we're, we're, a lot of us are the first generation to come out of Egypt. So what you have is um, you don't, in, in the Torah, we see um, a bridal price um, for someone. If you want to, you know, if you want to go after someone, if you want to marry someone, we see a bridal price take place and the father ultimately have the final say on that. In today's society, it can differ so much from household to household because we're not living in this Torah Israel community. And so the, the line becomes very blurred. Um, in, in the Bible, as, as you just mentioned there, we see sister, then we see betrothed, and then we see married. And betrothed and married can basically fall under the same category. And um, We see Mary and Joseph in the Bible. Um, Mary, um, when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he was actually going to hand a certificate of divorce to her, but he wasn't yet married because... Um, they were still betrothed and, and they had consecrated the wedding. So we see these three types, sister, betrothed, and married. And I don't know about, about me, but to leap from sister to betrothed is, 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 a, is a massive mm. leap. You know, it feels so big. And, and in our community, I mean, I, I, I come into this walk and for the first three years, the average age of my fellowship was 50 plus. <laughs> the only girl who I seen in my 20s who... Who, who believed in Torah was, was Joe's missus. And so for me, it was a foreign concept to even be thinking about uh, other believers and, and, and coming into, how do you date another believer? Is dating a term in the, in the word? Can, can, can we court? Can we, can we go after that person? Do I like them? How do I fancy someone? And, and these are huge. And now, now 
praise be to Yahweh, we're in this community and there's a lot of youngsters and these are questions that we need to ask and he shouldn't be taboo. You know, this is a beautiful thing. You mm. know, um, God said that, that it wasn't right for Adam to be alone, so he gifted him um, Eve. So to bring it back to the question, um, f- for me, how I would look at it is it comes back to one of the three. And being equally yoked—that—that that for me is 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 paramount. You know, you you want you want to be equally yoked with someone, and 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 I would advise going to elders and and their support and network, or the elder of the fellowship, and finding out the availability of this person. You know, this 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 would be my approach. Of course, though, all, all, all these things that we're going to bring up today are very case by case mm. because. I don't think there's a there's, there's the perfect formula for love, you know. It, we we read in the word of 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 how we should love God, and um, but but we know within this, um, the spirit can move and 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 th- you can't really capture this in a bottle. And um, but there's there's pitfalls and um, dark alleyways what we can avoid. And um, yeah, I, I've got I've got some here what I would like to explore. I'd like to bounce the question to the two other gents. How how would you go about it? Yeah, again, it falls into them categories, them three ca- categories. Yeah. I really appreciated how you brought up. From Genesis to Revelations, Israel have always had that issue, you know. Um, we see Ephraim, Joseph, you know, the, the Joseph who was, uh, he, he's, he's, he's hit on by Potiphar's wife. Um, and this spirit of seduction is happening in Genesis. And then we see we see it in Revelations with the whore of Babylon, you know. So, so it's 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 a massive thing that we're, we're dealing with, and it's, it comes with with real trappings. And I really do think it is, um, you know, it's a strategy of the devil to try and twist up people and, and put them in knots in this. Because the amount of people I've seen fall by the wayside on this matter, it's massive. Because a lot of people think that marriage is actually the solution to all their problems, and that's just simply not the case. Marriage is not the solution to your problems. Christ is. You know, we have to remind mm. ourselves that if a, a, a husband or a wife um, was the solution to your problems, God would not have had to have sent his son. Okay? If if, if a husband or a wife is going to bring deliverance and uh, in your life, then he would not have had to send Yeshua. So, you know... Um, we have to remind ourselves about them things because if you're looking for fulfillment in any man or any woman, you are going to be in dire straits. You're going to be in a serious deficit for the rest of your life because you cannot find fulfillment in any man or any woman. The only being in the entire universe that can give you fulfillment and bring fulfillment in your life is Yah, simply. And, you know, a lot of people will substitute that and that's where I see them falling off the bandwagon because Yad is a jealous God and he is going to make you choose, you know, he is going to put you in a position and say, you know, which one do you want and and try your heart, you know. So it's him above all things, you know, and um, that's why being equally yoked is so fantastic because when you're equally yoked, what you actually do then is you're you're actually fulfilling what God's design was. And Eve was to be a divine assistant for Adam because he he was to shamat the garden, you know. So if you're looking for someone out there for a husband or a wife, you know, you need to ask yourself: Am I equally up with this person? And and am I going to empower their ministry? And and are they going to empower mine? You see, Adam had a ministry before he had Eve. He was told to 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 guard the garden prior to Eve being there. 
She, she was created from his side and to be a divine assistant for that. So we, Adam already had a ministry. She was the assistant to Adam in his ministry. So that's something that we should be, you know, exploring and, and finding out. Look, is this person a believer? Am I equally yoked in that? In that? And, and, you know, do they have a ministry? Because ultimately we're here to bring the kingdom of God, the rule of God on earth, the kingdom of God here now today and occupy it and walk it out. Therefore, the, the, the lover that you choose, the husband or the wife, they are to be an assistant in that ultimately. Amen. And I think um, that's really key with for the for the fellas especially to have have that vision of where they're going with their lives, you know, and the purpose that they're, they're looking for. Some guys, it might be that the main thing they want to do is provide for a family mm-hmm. as well, which is a beautiful ministry. Yeah, that's, that's a, a ministry in yeah. itself, yeah. But the way that each guy will do that is going to be unique. You know, some guys, they're going to be really on the career path, trying to provide, you know, a, a, a nice house, two cars and nice holidays and stuff. And that's where, what, what, what their idea is. That's going to come with challenges because you're going to be working a lot and then your partner's going to be, know potentially quite lonely and having to be quite self-sufficient a lot of the time and looking after the kids and stuff other uh, other guys will be going down there uh, I, I, you know I, I want to have a an off-grid house a bit of a ranch um, and and have some animals and it's going to be really hearty and we're going to homeschool the kids and we're just going to spend loads of time with the family um, and that, that will bring you know they all have challenges and uh, other guys you know if you have a purpose in in ministry um, you know, you then need to juggle how you're going to su- provide for a family and ministry at the same time. I think most of most of us find that the reality of having to provide for family takes quite a lot of graft uh, at work, and you end up coming home at night time at six o'clock, seven o'clock, knackered, having food, feeling too tired to do anything, watching a bit of you know TV or whatever, and then going to bed and doing it all over again, and ministry gets thrown out. Um, so you have to really plan all these things like the, the reality of what life would be like and talk to other people mm. who are in this stage of life um, and once you've as, as a guy once you've got a strong vision about your values and what you're building and what you're going for in life um, it sh- I think it, 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 a, a woman who has those same values I think you know it's quite organic that that would happen as long as you're focusing on what's important which is that you've got a shared vision and a shared goal that you're both excited about and that this is really integral Mm. to who you are um i think if you're focusing more on that rather than like you were saying the butterflies and stuff like that which can be quite superficial Mm. um i I think uh, i think that's good and then throughout the time of getting to know somebody this like we're calling it courtship or whatever you want to call it this is the time to explore that stuff and there's no it's not bad at all to get to a point where you, you hash all this stuff out and then you're like, oh, you know, maybe we're just slightly on different paths. You know, let's, you know, let. I don't think it is right for us. For, for, for us. You know, that's absolutely fine. You know, the, the whole point of this thing is to do this in a productive way where you can have those conversations, work out whether you're compatible uh, in a pragmatic way, uh, mm. whether it's going to work. That's and then make a decision. You know? And it's going to glorify God yeah. and it's not going to leave people in a deficit, yeah. you know, in dire straits for the rest of their lives, heartbroken. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't even have to look like going up to somebody and being like, do you want to go on a date? You know, I've, I'm interested in you. I mean, it can do, you know, maybe we could talk about that as well, but it, 
if you've got friends, you know, you, you'll be talking about what's your vision for your life, you know, like uh, you can have that chat with any woman, uh, you know, or and, uh, and vice versa. Um, just be interested in what people's like, you know, what, what, where they're going with their with their, their life's calling and stuff like that. Mm. And surely at some point you're going to find somebody and you, and you just, it just seems like both of your callings, what's on your heart is so in line and, uh, and right for yeah. each other. Like so, <coughs> sorry, Jackie. It's okay. <coughs> I just, wa- I just wanted to come back to that because yeah. I didn't have a second to think there that, <laughs> that question. I just wanted to um, okay. uh, put the emphasis on, because it's come up a few times, is uh, being equally yoked and compatibility compatibility which um you know we we have again a worldly experience of, of, of those elements what does it mean to be equally yoked what is that compatibility um you know because we can be compatible in, in many ways that aren't necessarily uh, ministry or, or biblically focused so i just wanted to get a few draw a few lines in the sand with regards to definition of equally yoked and compatibility what are those what is a safe compatibility if that makes sense I'm not answering again first this time. I want to. I want to <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Both of you are looking at me again. Give me a minute. Because to think. I mean, I, I can, I can be compatible questions. with a lot of people. Mm. I, I like. I love people, and and um, that that for me personally, I can sit in a room and find some sort of common ground after five minutes and be into the same things and be like, oh well, maybe. Do you know what I mean? And there's the there's the uh, are you my wife syndrome where you just sat there <laughs> after ten minutes and you're like. Are you, are you my wife? And it's like, no, <laughs> you just got some things in common. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm, I just want to differentiate or, or, or ask and dig, dig a bit deeper. What, yeah. what does it mean to be equally yoked? Are we talking about theological um, uh, substance? Are we talking about maturity and experience on the walk? Mm. Um, that's the kind of compatibility measurement I, I think yeah. would be okay, healthy. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. I, would, I would say them things are really important, yeah. I would say so because, you know, um, I'm aware of people um, who may be so-called, you know, like Christians, and they're both Christians, but one is keeping the Sabbath, doing Torah, doing the feast, doing the Moedim, mm. and then another is doing, like, you know, the Christmases and the Easters and, and all the other things. Yeah. So I would say, you know, theology, I don't like that word, um, but it's 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 your walk, ultimately. Are you walking side by side are you on the narrow path are you looking left are you looking right you know a lot of people have made that commitment prior and then they've come on the tour and maybe the, the the wife's come on to the to the truth and maybe the husband's you know tailgating on that and you know because they're in wedlock they crack on and 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 one waits thinking well maybe one day she's just gonna just let me and she's just gonna sit by the christmas tree with us and then the wife's like one day you know he's gonna just take it in the garden and burn it <laughs> you know I, I i would suggest that being on the same walk um really does matter you know being being on the same truth yeah we know that yeshua is the truth but you know the bible speaks about the torah being the truth you know i delight to do your will your torah is with my heart the, the way the truth the life they are all um descriptive words that describe the torah and, and i think um to be equally yoked matters in 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 the walk that you are with having with god you know ultimately i think that matters i think you can only you can only answer these questions by presenting questions to a couple so you know you need to be asking these questions like where do you see yourselves in five years Mm. you know what church are you going to be at can you see can you see yourselves attending a church in five years what 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 type what is that ideal church look like you know you've got to ask questions like 
um, are my children going to be keeping the Sabbath in five, you know, are my children going to be doing Christmas and Easter? What does that, what, what do we look like in five years? What do we look like in 10 years? You can only ask these questions to, 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 to these relationships and, and, and see what the solution is. And um, if, you, if you're finding these questions are going, you know, are going off, then that's probably a sign that you're not equally yoked. Um, you know, questions, you know, there's so many questions what you could ask, ask um, a relationship. You know, does this person strengthen my ministry? You know, that's a big question. Does this person who I'm about to, who, I'm, who, who I fancy, who I've got a little crush on, does this, could this person potentially strengthen my ministry? Or could it be the downfall, you yeah. know, once we enter into wedlock? Because if, if my truth is different to your truth and what truth you are is revealed to me, you know, you're going to have a clash of kingdoms there, so to speak, especially when all these other things start cropping up because they're going to. So I think, uh, again, back to what Ollie said, they all run in synchronicity, don't they? Yeah. It's the vision and the preparation. Yeah. Um, you have to have that same vision and, and know that you are on that same path together ultimately. Yeah. Perfect. So we've, we've got the, um, the correlation between, as we say, uh, our, our biblical vision, our, our vision for ministry, and then we've got the pragmatic side of life. So whether it's financi- finances, um, lifestyle, um, how they envisage family life, you know, what is that expectation financially and, and, and in terms of security? Uh, I think, Ollie, you, you, you put it beautifully in terms of some people are looking for a certain lifestyle, others aren't. So um, I think it's, uh, yeah, really important to marry up those those pragmatic uh, <laughs> life life choices uh, alongside how they, how they uh, like you say, walk with God and how they see the walk with God in, in the future. Perfect. Any, I was any, just going to say, yeah. like, the, the dangers of this compatibility question is when people are in these early stages of a relationship and they've got some chemistry and they're excited about it and they've had all these unmet needs rages and this person's going to fix all the problems. And, you know, people subconsciously can feel like that. They meet somebody um, that ticks a load of boxes. Let's say that you've met a surgeon or something and you're like, wow, this guy's, you know, intelligent, he's, uh, you know, he he works hard, he's going to be a a great provider. Um, The kind of guy that you'd want to meet, introduce to your your, your family and stuff like that. Um, Have you really visualized what it would be like? being out of surgeon and that's nowhere no dissing and no just to a surgeon you know um, at all it's just there's going to be some major challenges there because you have to work really hard doing that job and so uh, yeah there's going to be some some uh, benefits as well so i can imagine uh, having a having a nice house and having having nice cars and and, and things like that but you um, especially for uh, a woman who's uh, going into this with ex- this expectation that this guy is going to give them all this self-worth and through this courting time, most of the time they're going to be spending with each other. has got no responsibilities. You're out at a restaurant chatting away and there's this chemistry and you're getting fed, you know, all this uh, attention and stuff like this. And so you think, oh, we get hitched and we we get married and this is what it's going to be like. It's just going to be this beautiful thing. Well, the reality actually is that guys can't be in two places at once. You can't be working 12 hours uh, as a surgeon and also gazing into your wife's eyes, telling her how amazing she is. You know, you just can't do it. And so the reality is that um, a, a woman would be alone a lot of the time in the daytime, uh, you know, if, if they're with somebody like that. So these are the kind of questions that married couples 
think about because it's so obvious to us. But young couples, it's not even on their radar. It's not on the radar. You know, because yeah. they, they just don't know because they've never lived it out. Mm. And so this is why we need fellowship and community and be able to talk to older people and actually really ask these questions. So what? What, how is your week going to be split up? How are you going to spend your time? Who's going to be doing what? Um, you know, how, how are you going to fit in ministry, uh, you know, uh, family time, uh, date time, time with the children, work, uh, uh, all, all this stuff, social time with your friends, uh, having a bit of respite each, having a night off each on your own, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's hard to fit it into a week. And, and really trying to work that out, uh, that's where you work out if you're compatible or not. Not whether you just got some yeah. some butterflies, you know. <laughs> That's all right, man. You know, you need to risk assess. You need to pull a serious risk assessment yeah. on the matter before you step into it, mate. Because all these things are serious questions and and you need it takes a level of maturity. Because once you get past all that fluffy feeling, like you said, bro, you know, the word romance, romantic, it comes from Rome. You know, we're not here to get romantic. All right, that's Disney. You want that? Flick on Disney, mate, because <laughs> that's where the fairy tales exist. Hebraically, it's to do. It's transactional. You know, it's meeting each other's needs in service. That's 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 love. Ahava. So, you know, you have to risk assess these things, mate, and and think maturely about them. Brilliant. And so, in that, um, I mean, it all sounds so glamorous, but within that uh, risk assessment itself, how important is counsel? Uh, to that you touched on it at the top of the show with regards to eldership and and having uh individuals that you can approach within the fellowship in terms of um protocol and identification but um just yeah counsel within the group how important is that for, it's, for it it's massive mate because you need a, a positive role model you need mentors you need people with experience because ultimately that's that's where you are gonna um get get the counsel that you you need real counsel like look you know you you want to surround yourself with people who hate your sin and love your god more than they love you because once you surround yourself with people who hate your sin and actually love your god who you love but they love your god more than they love you then you're onto a winner because they're not going to hold no punches. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to open up cha- 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 chains of intercession. They're going to put themselves out as a living sacrifice. They ain't going to have a problem holding you up about mm. things. And they're going to and they're going to make make that environment um, righteously. Uh, they're going to watch that environment righteously, and 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 I think that's what people need because we can get stuck. And go off on a on a, on a mad tangent in in in, in fairy tale land, you know, uh, and and that's where the pitfalls exist. But it's so important to have them elders and, and accountability. Tell someone have have an have an have an elder who you're accountable with, and tell them everything. Tell mm. them everything mm. because the heart is the most deceitful above all things. And when the heart is on the line, like now in these situations, there's serious danger. So. Keep yourself safe. Accountable, you know, yeah. You know, out of the mouth proceed of all the things of the heart. Just speak to someone. Communication is massive, especially with the right role model. Not like your best mate who's like doing the same thing. Yeah. Like someone who's like married, mature, and wants the best for you and hates your sin yeah. and loves your God more than they love you. So they're going to be prepared to tell you. Amen. Because people, when, when you meet somebody 
in that stage of a relationship and you feel like this person's going to meet all those needs and you get all those you know, butterflies and everything you you will lose your mind it's not about like uh, you know, if, if, it's not like if you lose your mind sounds it's like, like you when speak you from experience <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you, you do lose a logical way of thinking it's just like mm. all i want to do is be with that person i can't get them out of my mind love uh, drunk bro love drunk yeah. but i just <laughs> want to tell people like that is not like that's not legit. Not, not <laughs> like no, when no. you're married and you've got kids, that's not legit. I go to work for a break, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> tell the wife that. Yeah, but you know, that that's 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 how it, it's not like that in the yeah. real world. Yeah. You know. Uh, the only one That's infatuation that. Yeah. And yeah. infatuation is seriously dangerous. I, I do, yeah. I, I'm gonna say it, idolatry. When you're putting yeah, something yeah. before God, it can be a person or a thing or a relationship you're substituting or an yeah, that comes back to yeah. the unequally yoked as the are you compromising? What are you compromising this relationship in regards to your faith? If you're compromising the Sabbath, if you're compromising the feast days, feast days, compromising God's word, then you're not equally yoked because if you was equally yoked, you'll be both be upholding these different facets of the relationship. Mm. And, you know, it's quite an interesting um, variety we've got around the table because we've got Darren, the single bachelor. Ready to mingle <laughs> like a... Tub of Pringles. We've got, <laughs> got the two married men, um, you know, and, and can't you tell? We've got Ollie, who, who's who's been a father for years. You know, um, leads his household, um, has a few children. Oh, we we got got Joseph, who, who's got um, a one a one year old, and then you've got me, who's who's in between, who's who's caught him. And I guess coming back to a question earlier on 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 how do you approach someone. For, for me, we, we've really got to lay out the terminology of these words because, like we said at the start, you've got your sister, then you're in betrothal, then you're married, and there's this gap between sister and betrothal, which, you know, can be a bit of a leap. And and for me, I don't like to use the word um, dating. You know, mm. I, it's got a worldly sense to it. And instead, I like to look at using a word called courting, which to point out courting in the Bible doesn't exist and this word doesn't exist in the Bible, but I believe it is a necessary step in today, today's society to include into relationships. And reason being is, is that there's a lack of consequence in today's society for one to walk and away from a relationship. Mm. So, for instance, you can get divorced these days over your missus burning your toast. You know, we're back by the Torah law. It would only be by adultery. So what, what happens is you find through our experience and the fellowship, um, you find um, people can get into a relationship, they can get married very quickly, and without this considerable courtship that takes place, um, you find that people will, will, will panic and they'll leave, and they'll leave the relationship. And yet, obviously, before God, there is a massive, ma a massive weight, um, you know, before God. You know, I, I, I couldn't do it myself, but... Well, what we see is is that because there's no consequence to this sin in a heavy way, you know, if you was living inside a community, you know, you'd be stoned if you just left if you left the relationship because you burnt your toast. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't do that. Um, you know, a woman would need accountability on a man, um, to, to provide and, and, and to protect, and 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 so it was it was sacred. It was a sacred relationship, and 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 because um, society has shifted now, 
So, so differently, I, I do believe we need a, a level of courtship, a considerable courtship to test the spirit of this person to answer these questions. Are we equally yoked? You know, because how can you know if you're equally yoked? Oh, we've sent a few emojis, we've, we've texted each other the same emoji. Oh, you know, got butterflies, are we equally yoked? You know, oh, we, they did two kisses <laughs> and not one. <laughs> we, 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 we happen to send text messages to each other at the same time at, at, at 11 minutes past 11. You know, oh, it's signs, it's signs. So, so. For, for me, I, I, just, I, I, I just want to really outline um, the difference between dating and courtship. And for, for me, um, I've just got a few notes here. Um, dating, one or both people are simply interested in hanging out and spending time with no clear direction. Courtship, both enter into a relationship with a, with a desire and a sense of readiness of marriage. Oh, man. And, oh, man. and 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 I've got I've got a few points versing each other, and, and just to bring it back on onto what we were saying before about accountability, you often find if, if you if you're dating someone, there is seldom accountability, there is secrecy involved. You know, if, if you want to enter into a, a courtship. You know, you want to do this. It's in the light. You, it's, it's, in, in the it's in the light. You know, you, you're getting the elders involved. You're saying, look, I want to be accountable. I don't want the enemy to get into this relationship. Have we discussed already that the enemy wants to destroy the household? The enemy wants to wants to divide and conquer. So um, f- for me, accountability in, in the community, involving um, experienced, trusted elders, um, not not picking a council that you know may sway to your side. Mm. You need to be honest with yourself. You need to say, I'm going to go to the person. I'm going to go to the elders in the fellowship who I can get the most brutal and honest counsel off and don't pick your own panel. And yeah, these are the things your own panel, yeah. in your own mind, which, which can be quite hard to do because you're in love and it feels right and it's great. But for me, to, to, to really discern between a worldly relationship and, and, a, and a, a, court, a dating or courtship, there is a, a, a series of, of, um, of, of time you can take place to see if you are equally yoked and, and, and testing these spirits. And, you know, just a few other verses I've got here, um, you know, just, just, just in comparison, dating versus courtship, you've got um, a date, dating as re- recreational, um, courtship as intentional. Mm. Dating bring, can bring confusion and unknown courtship is clarity and commitment mm. yeah. we have dating you know the world try before you buy courtship the word healthy boundaries set apart mm. um dating breaks up can be devastating if you're dating someone and, and you broke up and you're devastated then that, that that's that's worldly if you're in a in, in a um, liable courtship like like um a legit courtship what ollie was saying before breakup should be disappointing not devastating. They shouldn't cripple you because you f- should think, okay, you know what? I've tried with a sister here. Yes, you know, well. we haven't, we, you know, yours will, yours providence. You know what? We've tried it. We haven't worked out. Yeah, it's disappointing. You know, if we split it, but it's not devastating. Yeah. You know, and these are the healthy boundaries which we really need to s- s- um, separate because marriage, marriage, the word has been tinted. You know, I like to say, um, instead of dating, I like to say courtship. Instead of engaged, I like to say betrothed. Instead of marriage, I like to say covenant. Why? Because these words have been tinted and they've been changed and, and, and our perception in reality can't always quite grasp what they mean according to the word of God. So I just thought to share that because this is a huge subject and I'm zealous about it, you know, because I want to I wanna see people healthy. I want to see people happy. I want to see people being fruitful and having families, but I also see the enemy out here sending Moabites into the the camp mm. and I'm serious for people you know I've, I, in, I went I went I was um, 
best man for for th- in, I was best man three times in three months, and I seen two of the relationships fail heavily. So I've been close, I've been personal, and I looked. He was all believers. So my heart is really out for those. I want people to get this right. I want people to do this biblically. And he is a process, he is. And, and like Ollie said, there's a joyous process in, in, in all of it. And this isn't about restraint or discipline. This, 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 free, this freedom within keeping it in it's the Bible. It's liberation. It's, it's liberation. Um, it's liberation. <laughs> Go on, Jackie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just need to chew on that, basically. That's Salah. Um, yeah, uh, this is what it's all about, is, is opening uh, an honest uh, conversation about what we've seen, what we've experienced, and, and how we can like rectify and redeem these situations so that we don't make the same mistakes, that, that we can help uh, ourselves and those around us to, to, to walk this out in, in accordance to, to Yah's way. So, um, yeah, amen to that. I'll just add then, bro, because that was a fantastic, uh, you know... Uh, the muscle in me like <laughs> <laughs> it was that intense <laughs> that intense <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been wrapping my feet round the bottom bar sliding them up and down and going that feels nice on my toes <laughs> and then I just pull the Cramp. muscle in me like you know it'll go in a second yeah. sorry Mark that's a nice little ladder for you there bro and a good laugh but if you keep it in keep Mark, it in keep it in it is what it is okay um, hang on a sec it's still you know like when you're having stretched and you know it's ready yeah, to go yeah, again yeah Ah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go fight before we start again. Yeah, okay. Still there, it's still there. Was it like cramp? Proper cramp, mate. In me fight, I went climbing today for the well, first up, time up, in up months, stairs. bro. I, I had to take a WD four, WD forty with me, mate, to just oil down my legs after this. Spray down those hinges. Oh, it's still going. Stretch. <laughs> are you stretching your leg out? Here we go. It's gone. Oh, it's back. <laughs> Is it in this? Yeah, right, there we go. Just riding this out now. Just maybe stand off. <laughs> it's okay. It's gone. Right. Right. You're okay. Sorry, yeah. no, I was on one then. But no, no, it was, no, it was great. Great, great. Fire, bro. Absolutely yeah, awesome. fire. I just didn't even want to. I didn't have anything to say because it was like. I've got notes here, like about Eliezer. I want to bring up in a sec as well. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Are we all back in? Are we locked in? And just to bring it back there bro to what you said about courtship and dating and the, and the difference you know you don't really want to be getting into courtship unless you are ready for marriage i think that's what you sort of said yeah, there, intention yeah, yeah, yeah. intention so you unless you've got that intentionality of marriage because you don't want to be courting people for fun or to have your needs met it's serious you're courting someone to know if they're going to be your husband or your wife. Oh, man. Now, if you're courting someone and the intentionality is for marriage because that is the directive of courtship, marriage then, if that's what it is all about, well, marriage, the Bible says, is for a unionship to bring forth godly offspring. Amen. So to enter into courtship, you must be prepared for marriage. To enter into marriage, you must be prepared to have godly offspring oh, because man. it says in Jeremiah that... The, um, that marriage is for godly offspring. Now, you know, taking into mind biological reasons or some people just, look, we just want to crack on with our ministry. We don't really want children in that way. I get that. But I mean, to enter into courtship, you must be prepared to be wanting to get married. To be pre- prepared to be wanting to be married, you must also uh, be considering children because it says, 
be fruitful, be, be, be fruitful and multiply. So, you know, you've got to think about them things. It's not just about getting your needs met. It's sacrificial. Hebraically, it's sacrificial and it takes so much more. So I just wanted to highlight that as well, bro. I think there's uh, the, the reality of um, getting with a, with a man that just falls so short of Yeshua, doesn't it? And, and the love that he can get with, from, from Yeshua, you know, he's the only one who can be omnipresent and be everywhere. Like that, Truly. that, that, that love and um, uh, the vitality that you get in his presence, in his love, like women are looking for that from a man and it's beautiful in marriage if you can have you know a bit of that you know every week if you can get away for a couple of hours and spend that time with it one another uh, that's that's beautiful but it's not going to be a con- constant supply of uh, edification and attention because it's just a, a guy can't be two places in one so you, you really can't go into a marriage like <laughs> expecting uh that you're gonna get that that whole field, you know, that's that's in your heart. There, you know, you have to get that from Yeshua, like, or else your 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 man's just always gonna fall short, and you're and you're just gonna fall into resentment and become contentious, and it, and it'll always be the man's fault because he's doing, working too hard, or this, that, the other, and it's like, you know, it's it's just impossible for a guy to to give you what only yep. Yeshua can, and and know? that's why it's important, bro. You have uh, protocols and procedures to find out, you know where you're both struggling because in this day and age with Facebook and Instagram and all that, you know, people are dressing up, bro. They're being counterfeits. They're not showing the weaknesses where they're getting things wrong. They're selling the best them there and now, you know, and when people are, you know, dating, they just want to be the best. And actually yeah. that's a counterfeit, be it's a fake, you know, um, as you just said there, Ollie, you've got to co- constantly remind yourself that this person is in a fallen state. They're not yet perfected. So if you're looking for perfection in them, you know, you're going to be sorely mistaken for the rest of your days because that's just, you're not going to gain perfection from a husband or a wife. Mm-hmm. Only only God can give you that true fulfillment. Yeah, brilliant. Um, again, it's great that we're, we're able to sort of look at this and, and say the expectation, establishing expectation, um, uh, boundaries, um, just... Just the establishment, the, the the reality of what what marriage holds and uh, what the vision is 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 really important. Now, we've spoken about compatibility <coughs> and um, uh, our kind of um, how we see our vision and our walk with God in terms of how they're compatible. But I just wanted to bring this to you guys, First uh, Corinthians eleven three. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. So you touched on it at the beginning, Nolly, with regards to um, being um, uh, uh, in service, uh, subservient to to man and Christ and, you know, the hierarchy there. Um, how important is it to establish the understanding of this verse with uh, in terms of headship and the household and, and, and the biblical framework for, for headship? Um, because uh, to, to be frank, there can be those that misconstrue the scripture. They they don't understand it. They don't know what it means to be um, uh, in service servitude to, to somebody else. What does that mean? And to you guys, what does that look like um, uh, scripturally? Uh, and uh, how do you go about establishing what that person think that that means for them? Yeah, I think when it when it works how it's supposed to, it's just this beautiful thing on both sides because you got. A woman submitting to the man's vision 
And then the man's number one priority is to serve the woman. So it's like she's submitting to the man's vision of how he's going to serve her, you know, and provide oh, for mm. her. You know what I mean? And th- so, so again, he's submitting <laughs> to the man. No, she, she's she's submitting to to the uh, to the man's vision, but the man's vision is all about how he's going to serve gonna his family. Serve her. Yeah. So when it works, you know that that that's a beautiful thing. Um, uh, and for for most men, you know, we 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 are purpose driven. We we like having you know visions and, and direction and stuff like that. It's just how we're built, and so we're good at doing that. And so it is our role to have a, have some sort of a vision there, and back to you know these three points that we come you know the third one being you know have a vision. I think it's really important if you're wanting to start courting somebody to have a bit of a vision there of how you want to you know support them and and how you want to love them, and it's and it's on the fella to to come up with that. And fellas, you know if if we don't do that. And then we find out that our partner is contentious with us in marriage because their expectations aren't getting met. It's probably on us because we've not done our part of like visualizing it enough and communicating that enough in the courtship stage. Because really, you want to hash that out so much that your wife's completely on board with mm. with your vision, so that you're setting yourself up then uh, f- to to have a you know a, a partner whose whose expectations are completely realistic based on what your vision is. But I think a lot of the time men let down the marriage from not doing that part of the the, the visualizing. Um, And in today's society, you know, like uh, this can be quite, um, what's the word? Uh, It's not how society thinks, uh, you know, that that men and women have these two different roles. But biblically, we're we're kind of assuming on this session that most people listening to this understand to a certain level that men are supposed to love their wives like Christ loves the mm-hmm. church and women are supposed to submit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and uh, when, when you see it working well, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's just working to your strengths. Like, guys, we need to step up, create a cool vi- uh, great vision. We need to. We 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 want to chat to our uh, our partner about that and get their influence, and you know we can work on it together. But ultimately, it, it's our job to to lay Drive. it all out, and so yeah. they know exactly what they're submitting to. There's safety in that as well. The expectations mm. are met, uh, and then you can move forwards with it. You know, and I think you can really put that on people, and you can lay it on thick. So you know, something that I'll say to to women is, are you prepared to let this man be your head, as in like? He's in between your two shoulders and he's walking around as your head. Do you really want to take your own head off and put that head on you? You know, seriously? And then I say to the men, you know, are you going to die for this woman? And I don't just mean take a bullet in a moment of madness. I mean, die in every single situation. Be a living sacrifice day to day. Bite your tongue in necessary moments. Die to yourself, die Die to to yourself, die to yourself. Are you going to forgive, 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 forgive? Like Christ forgives us every single day, you know? Are we are we going to put that that on thick? Because th- this is a massive calling. It's a massive calling, you know, and that's why it's not a solution. It, it, it does become a problem as well, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into. And how Paul says that there's a lot of problems that can be found in the flesh with this because it's a ministry. That's a chain of command, okay? That God has, has set up. So if you're breaking that chain of command that God has set up, you know, you 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 you're breaking faith. So you you. you you know, you're going to be in a transgression there because there's a chain of command set up. If the woman isn't submissive, yeah, it's on you. If the if the man isn't 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 loving like Christ loved the church, well, it's on him. So 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 it can create more problems. You know, it doesn't create solutions. It's a ministry in itself. You know, you people have got to get hold of this. That it doesn't fix your issues. It becomes one. 
and you need to be prepared to go into the trenches because it's massive, you know. And and that that person who you love is gonna bring out the worst in you. I'd rather my wife bring out the worst in me than the devil bring out the worst in me. Put it that way. I'd rather be being mentored through the Ruach Hakadosh in my relationship with my wife all day long. But you know, at the same time. That person, when, you, when you're together all the time and you start finding each other and you nitpick and it's tiff for tat and it becomes like a game, you know, it, it, the devil can have a field day. So we have to be really laying that on thick, that, that this, what we're given here, um, it's, 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 a, it's godly governance. Yeah. And if you want to step outside of that godly governance, there's going to be consequences. So it's always important to lay that one on thick, you know. I think some people think that the wedding day is like the goal. That's like the top of the mountain that you've climbed. <laughs> now I've achieved this thing of now I'm married. I found the one. It's like you've not achieved anything. You're just starting. You're at the bottom of you're Mount Everest. Starting, you've not done any prep. You're in your pajamas <laughs> and you've got no food with you. <laughs> and like, you know, how are you going to climb this mountain now? You yeah, know, yes. you're like you, you've not achieved anything. You know, there's no goal of now being the wedding day. All this courtship period is about trying to get prepared for this mountain that you're about to take mm. on. You know, it's a mm. it's a big deal. Love that. Anything to add there, Jackie? No, no, not really to add. I'm I'm just soaking it in. You know, two married <laughs> men here. <you> know, <laughs> yeah. Just trying to just trying no, to it's, play it's, it. It's good. It's good. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't want to sound like it, it's doom and gloom. I'm not saying no, that. You no. know, it's phenomenal. Mm. It's it's the most fruitful thing, but it comes with a strict warning, mate. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Ollie, Ollie gives the warnings out belty, you know, like, <laughs> he, he doesn't hold no punches. You remember that time when we were asking, inquiring about, you know, what's it like to have kids? And we'd asked <laughs> yeah. everyone, I was like, what's it like? like we, Becca, we thought Becca was pregnant. And um, we were asking everyone, you know, what's it like to have kids? And they were like, oh, it's amazing. It's really good. And it is, it's phenomenal. But Ollie was like, right, guys, I'm just going to tell you, he's a bit young, you know, like, <laughs> you've got so much time, just don't get into it. Sorry, we like <laughs> yeah. And he just like, and I was like, Oh, he's right, Ollie. And then we sort of found out that Becca wasn't. And I was like, oh, at least Ollie told us the truth. And then Becca was. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but, but you, need, you need someone who's going to be real with you, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, tell you how Because it is. that prepares you, you know, that prepares you truly. So that's all I want to say. Look, I've got a scripture here for us all to chew on. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 7, 27 to 28. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be loosened. Are you loosened from a wife? Do not seek a wife, verse 28. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. Nevertheless, such will have troubles in the flesh. Such I seek to spare you from. So what's Paul saying? He's saying, look, have you got a wife? Yeah, I've got a wife. All right, don't seek to not have a wife. And then he's saying, don't, do you not have a wife? And he uses this binding and loosening term because that's covenantal. That's, that's wedlock. Because you're bound now. There's, there's a spiritual contract going on. Then do not seek a wife. And what he's saying here is, look, he then goes on to say, but if you marry, you have not sinned, right? So what he's saying is, this seeking out a wife can actually become an idol. You know, this seeking out a husband can actually become that idol. But he does tell us, look, but if you do marry, you have not sinned. But this is the warning he gives. Nevertheless, such will have troubles in the flesh such I seek to spare you from. And he's speaking with the wisdom of God here because the, you will encounter problems in the flesh. You know, that person is going to show you things you did not think existed within you. Mm -hmm. Just they, they are. 
and you are going to encounter problems in the flesh. If you if you if you are a a guy unmarried and you look at a woman, you may have you know uh, lusts taking place. But if you're a man and you're married and you look at a woman, not only have you had lusts, you are also committing adultery in your heart. It's so much deeper. It's not. It's not. It's not as easy as it says on the tin. You know. It's 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 so deep. It's so much more deeper, and and I want to just stress that thickness to it. And and Paul, I think, makes mention of it, and he's telling us marriage is is not the solution to our problems. Um, and ultimately, he's warning us: if you're going to go into a relationship looking for what only God can provide, you know, you're going to be mistaken in that. Um, but he's not saying that it's it's just a sin or this or that. I think in terms of kingdom work. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then the rest will be added yeah. unto you. Amen. You know that's yeah, what I, I, I would just like to um, to follow through on that point you've just said there. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all uh, everything will be added unto you. Because I'm assuming the, most of the lis- listeners online, if the title is courtship, it's going to be single, and um, people tuning in and, and listening on on how you know how do you get into this courtship? How do I find the one? Okay, how do I find this one? And <clears throat> You know, I'm 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 sitting here and I'm soaking I'm soaking in, um, the the, the wisdom of of of, of two, two married men here because it is you know, I, I I guess you can only know it when you're in it and I can only take as much counsel as I can, sitting here, um, but coming from, you know, being in the Torah walk, let's just be open and honest. It's the it's a small it's a smaller community it's a smaller sect within Christianity and you know I've been on this walk for seven years and the majority of them years I've been single alone um I didn't come into this um a lot of a lot of relationships that I see in the Torah walk they've come in they've discovered this together um and and I know there's people out there who are in this Torah walk and they're like how do you find a partner how do you engage this in the community and where's the scriptural um, narratives behind it. Where can I see in scripture on how to approach how, um, getting a partner? Because uh, you know, you know, coming into courtship and um, finding a partner. Um, can, no, because these 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 are huge huge questions. Well, and if you look in Deuteronomy, you shave her head, you take her back, <laughs> you strip it of her uh, of of a, of, a, of a capture garment. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you, she's in penance doing all sorts of mad stuff. She's got a bit. She's walking around with a skinhead. <laughs> That, I mean, you're gonna go to jail for that, mate, if you try that round, and you might even get sectioned. So don't try what they do in Deuteronomy. So when okay. people ask for that model, it's like, hang on a minute. Well, you know, well, well, look, well, look. I think there's another model in the Bible. Okay, I think there's another model that we can look at because at the end of the day, we all want to do things scriptural. And if if you look through the patriarchs, they never really had great relationships. They had concubines. They had they had all sorts going on. Okay, um, but I I think. Um, with Isaac and Rachel, we see a glimpse of, of, of how to approach this, okay? So just 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 some thoughts here what I was meditating on and I'd just like to open up and hear, hear your opinions on it. Um we see we see Isaac, he was seeking first the kingdom of God, he was in his ministry, he was doing his ministry. Then Eleazar, what happens? Eleazar goes off to find a wife for um for for, for Isaac. And based upon works, but not based upon looks, Isaac didn't see this. Who's a picture of the Holy Spirit? Who's a picture of the Holy Spirit? Finds, finds um, Rebecca at, at the well, servant, servant, and whatnot. So for me, you know, for me, by Torah, the most perfect 
where you're finding someone is through arranged marriage. And now I believe, you know, <laughs> you know, if, if it could be that, if it could be like that today, I think I think it still would be great. You know, it, it would cut out all this hassle. You know, people might be thinking online, wow, that's a bit mad you know, arranged marriage, you know, it wasn't that for like six, 5,000 years ago, you know, and people might be thinking, oh, wow, you know, Jack, that's a bit steep, you know, you're pushing here arranged marriage. Well, in my opinion, if it is the one, it is already an arranged marriage because Eliezer, which means God's helper, the Holy Spirit is a picture of the Holy Spirit. If we're truly seeking that person, if we're tr- truly seeking the Holy Spirit on finding this one. It is going to be an arranged marriage in this time. And we're going to be asking Eliezer um, to go out the Holy Spirit and and find find us a perfect one. Now, um, you know, as we we see in the Bible, Isaac, he didn't have any concubines. He had the one wife um, and and, and he he had had two sons, didn't he? Um, Jacob and Esau. So for me, how how I would want to look at it is... um, you you want to be asking the Holy Spirit to find this one to go out and find this one, but then what w- once you once you've detected someone, what did the Holy Spirit do? What what have we got to do in our discernment? We've got to give it time. We've got to give it time to discern the heart of this person who we have in front of us. What what did Eliezer do? He was checking out. He was seeing her how she how how she handled at the well. What was she doing at the well? And she she ended up given a great service. So I think we can apply the spiritual application, not Deuteronomy, uh, where we saved a bit, but I believe we can we can apply this this uh, Isaac and uh, and Eliezer mm. principle to the modern day and 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 with the right counsel. You know, Eliezer, remember in this narrative, he he was a man, it was a, it was he was he was Abraham's yeah. um trust, trusted servant. You know, there was a counsel around this decision. Um, and the Holy Spirit, Eliezer is the one who actually woos Rebecca. He yeah. comes with gifts, and and Isaac puts his trust in that, and that's how it should be. Yeah. You don't need to impress that person. You don't need to become someone you're not. Let the Holy Spirit bring you together. Let the Holy Spirit uh, be the matchmaker in that relationship, rather than you trying to impress or them trying to impress, and you just end up illegitimate. Yeah. I think that's that is actually. I know you said about romantic. That is romantic. It is romantic. Because for me, that encapsulates the providence of God, right? So God is is all all knowing, all seeing. He he's the author and finisher of our faith from the end to the beginning, the Alpha of Omega. All things are done already in Christ, right? But yet we're invited to partake in that journey uh, through our free will and our free choice. And we get to experience what it is to make these decisions, to to use the Holy Spirit in order to navigate through that experience. And and that picture encapsulates, encapsulates it so perfectly that it's not a Hollywood the one, there's a there's a God given the one that if I'm if I'm seeking the kingdom of God if I'm following the Holy Spirit not my emotions my will and my drives and my desires if I'm being patient if I'm being kind I'm being good if I'm using the counsel of, of, of those around me if I'm if I'm seeking out the the, the true fruits of, of of the kingdom then the the, the 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 woman will be at the well and and the Holy Spirit will lead that and I I love that's romance bro. that's romance love that. Let's throw in a, a little bit of a word of warning around this uh, this area, though, because obviously Eliezer asked for a sign, didn't he? And um, uh, and the sign was given. Now I've seen people, and everybody around can see that these people are not like well suited at all, yeah. and they're just not ticking the boxes. <laughs> and then they'll say, "Oh, but I asked the Lord for a sign," and then a, 
the next minute a pigeon set off and it looked just like a dove and sure. it must be the one and then and then a, a car drove past and then the license plate it had a the, the initial of a name on there you know or whatever and it's like hold on a second you know let's just uh, make it a little bit more pragmatic like um, when it comes to the the holy spirit I do believe that we have a, a, a calling and the, the Holy Spirit guides. It. We, we get a new heart with the Spirit, don't we? And, and so we have these intrinsic motivations to do like a specific purpose in our lives and stuff. And really, that's what it comes down to. We're trying to find a partner who's got the same intrinsic motivation to have the same vision for the life. And you're going to like really help each other. Amen. So, you know, just bringing it back to that, uh, you know, make sure it's a believer, make sure, you know, uh, you're not having sex before marriage because you don't want to have sex before you're absolutely sure. And if you're sure, just get married. I don't believe you're sure if you're not married yet. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and, hash out all that visions of how it's going to work yeah and i couldn't agree spirit, with you more yeah holy spirit will work in that weren't it um, yeah definitely when you uh the emphasis on uh, no sex before marriage uh, one of my favorite lines is that the devil will do everything to make you have sex outside of marriage and do everything to stop you having sex in it <laughs> yeah. i just think it says it all um <laughs> <laughs> just just coming back to the whole um focusing on on, on your ministry first i, I think you know, the, the, the scriptures says, "Blessed is the man who finds, uh, you know, a, a, a white mm. wife. He finds mm. fa mm. favor in the mm. Lord." And, um, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but what what I'm trying to say is here is that is that if we if we focus on the ministry, if we focus on seeking first the kingdom of God. I do believe, and, and our heart desire is to find the partner. You know, you know, God's not going to give us a stone, is he? You know, you know, if 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 if, if we ask for for bread, you know, or a, or a fish, fish, you know, he's 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 gonna. And want to want to help us out in that in, in that desire and 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 I can't stress that en enough. I see so many people, and they're on fire for God, you know, the the praying, the fasting, the the doing ministry work, and then someone comes along and then it, it knocks them. They, they get distracted, they get side, they get sidetracked, and then suddenly all this fire and and, and this work for the ministry you've got just completely um, d diminishes. Where where how how I see the model is is that. You know, we should be um, sold out for for kingdom work, um, and then and then if this person comes along, um, that then it will only strengthen the empower uh, the, the, yeah. they'll, imp they'll empower your kingdom work, um, they, they won't diminish it in any way, shape, or form. What was and the word you used before? I think you said um, compromise. Compromise. The danger of it. Mm. Maybe we could explore that. Exploring that compromise, um, because as you just said there. You're on fire, and then this person comes along, and then all of a sudden, you get sidetracked, and I you begin it, you begin it. to make these, you know, compromises. You know what dangers did we have in comp compromisation? Because you know, in the world, it sounds great. Oh, well, look, let's agree to disagree. Let's compromise on the matter. But I'm talking about here a compromise that jeopardizes. You know, especially when you're walking out the wedding vows, and then you're going to compromise in an area that makes you compromised, you know, so maybe we could speak about that, bro. Yeah, well, I don't know, I'm, I'm only going from my, um, my experience, and I'm, I'm for me, how, in, in the past, you know, being a believer, I have actually dated an unbeliever, um, and it's, and, and I'll be honest with you, it comes back to the questions, and it comes back to just being open and honest. I think you need to keep someone in that friend zone as much as possible, and get to know them as a sister. You know, love them as a sister. Um, you know, re really want the best for this person, with or without you. 
Yeah. And, and, and that, and that a lot of the time, yeah. that, that, that involves being in the same community. Why? Because because then you can be involved in each other's life, you know. So so try 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 and try and um, want the best for that person. And then when you if you do find an attraction for each other and he's entered into this courtship stage, these are when the, these questions then come up. Now now for me and 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 and, um, and Emma, how how we like to approach it um, is is. We we have this questionnaire which we ask each other, um, and I'd, I'd advise this to, to 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 anyone who wants to enter into courtship. And there are awkward questions. What I don't want to ask her because I'm thinking in my head, oh, is this too soon? She doesn't want to ask me because she's thinking, ah, maybe but it's a third party. But, but, but it's like a third party questionnaire, and you know some of these questions are deep and 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 a, and a bit out there. But I think it's 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 great practical advice because what you don't want to do is you don't want to get entangled up with feelings and emotions and making covenant with your eyes, as it says in Job. And then a year on down the line, you find out that 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 that, that she goes on 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 her Tuesday mornings to to worship the sun god in in Sefton Park. You know, you you want to be does yoga and the, the, balances the, the, crystals the, on the, it. Does yoga and you want so, kids and she's like, nah, I've got so, five. Didn't you know? So I'm like. <laughs> It's setting these help. I I believe anyway. You know, I'm I'm trying to approach this humbly as I can because there's no every, every relationship. You know, is 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 different. But these boundaries that we can put in place, and 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 I think question the relationship. You know, you know. Again, coming back to these questions, what are you gonna do? You know, where do you see yourself in a church in five years? What does your what what do you want your ministry to look like in five years? Do you want your children celebrating? Um, um, Christmas, you know, how does your family um, think about you not celebrating Christmas? These are things, these are questions that we have got to ask ourselves. And it's only to safeguard the other person involved and yourself, mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 it really is. And Maybe the, you give us, uh, so there were some examples of what you're asking then. Well, I've got, I've yeah, got I'm so, I'm literally so intrigued by these questions. Darren's yeah. got his pen, <laughs> pen and paper out like. <laughs> But it's great because I, I was just thinking how, you know, some people in the world or whatever, they might think that, that this would... Um, Turn you know, them off. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, it'd be like breaking the romance a little bit. But from somebody who's, who mar who's married, hearing that, you know, people are courting and going through these things, you're just like, wow, those guys are going to be so sorted. They're, they're really setting themselves up. And then you That's look right, at other man. people who are wrapped up in the romance and you just think, oh my days, this is like just going to be a disaster, you know, all over. You can see it from a mile off, can't but you? you know what? A lot of these like mm -hmm. dating sites and that, that you, you have to fill in questionnaires and answer questions before they even categorize it and pair you up with people. I mean... Yeah. So why not bring a third party and do it? Do it in a godly yeah. way. Yeah, a godly way. That's you know, it. and set principles. Not like, are you an eccentric or an eccentric or you know any of this? Do you like Coronation Street or EastEnders? It's like, <laughs> nah. Like, let's Biblical find out. Do, do you want to have children or yeah. not? You know, where do you up to with this and that? Yeah, and and, and this give us some examples, well, bro. Well, this is why I can't stress the the, the, the friendship side of it for, for a lengthy amount of period because. Yeah. If you're rushing into this courtship, I, I would say, you know, you need to be building relationship and be comfortable as, as, as a sister, as weird as that may sound, if you're thinking of someone as, as I'm speaking now. But you need to be comfortable with letting that person go as a sister. We read First Corinthians 13 every week and part of that creed is love expects all. So you need to expect all avenues what could happen here you know and you need to be able to bless that person be content with it yeah. be content with this so so you know these these i, I thought to bring, bring them today because this might come up and these are just some questions out of a questionnaire and i'm not saying look this is the cheat code to it but i found that these have helped me and 
you know, uh, uh, um, so we've got here, how would you lead your family spiritually? What is the ideal church to attend? Do you have regular accountability in your life? What does it look like? And then we just some interesting ones. What are your last five spiritual books you've read? You know, that's a good one. On, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We have people out there in the world, uh, you know, saying, oh, I'm a Christian. Okay, what's your last five spiritual books Pe- you read, People want to know who your last five sexual partners were in the Serious? world, mate. You so, know what I mean? You know, I'm getting down with this. How, how, how would you maintain purity in our relationship? What importance does prayer play in your life? And these are, you know, these these aren't like the, the, these are just open and honest questions. And because it's a third party asking, it's a little bit less awkward. And look, um, you can t- you can spend all day on each of these questions. And I think I think that's where the key is. The key is always in communication, isn't it? Um, and, and I think that's how that that that. that communication in terms of accountability <laughs> communication in terms of each other keeping it in the light there's moments something goes into secrecy or or, or a seldom accountability they're usually the alarm bells that that that, that, that that there's something going wrong here wrong here you know yeah. and not that everyone should know know all your business but you'd have your select elders that you go to um yeah yeah and that's that, that's yeah it's that's great man i think people should run a program like that they should bring a third party in do it over a period of time, test it, you know, inquire, you know, what are you struggling with? Where, what, where are your strengths, which everyone wants to buzz, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I can, I can bench 120 in the gym, I'm a triathlon runner, I do uh, a tough mother competition every Sunday of the last month, you know, I, I can do the, uh, the, the backward lances in the yoga position. Everyone wants to say all their strengths, you know, I, I smash in the crypto market, this and that. No one wants to say the weaknesses, yeah, yeah. but a man and a woman should find out the weaknesses. Why? Because then, then they can empower that person, they can pray for that person, they can fast for that person, and they can know before they make a ketubah, a, a wedding contract, th- these are areas that I, I am going to hone in on, and we're going to see if we can get growth and, and fruit in them areas. Yeah, an- another great... Um Another great method as well, I would say, is um, asking someone for mentorship as well. Inviting another married couple into that courtship to say, look, um, can you be our sponsors almost? Can you be our mentors? Can you check on us? Can you hold that accountability? And and, and, and these are the little things. Because what we've got to realise today in society is that a lot of women don't have that headship of the father. You know, some 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 people's fathers, they, they don't even believe the Bible. Some people don't know the father. Some people might be in a different country than the father. So so it puts, it put, you know, in, in, in all due respect, it puts women in, in quite vulnerable, vulnerable situations. situations. Mm. Um, because because um, in ancient times, the father would have the final say, who they would go with. And, and the father gives the, and the, the daughter away. It gives the daughter away. We're, we're now, this... A lot of times we don't have that head presence, so You've got no father to give them away. So, so I'd say that mentorship is, is is vital to to safeguard the woman, and also another method you could go, you you could angle um the the, the pastor as as, as that um the pastor of your church you may be attending to be that headship and to be like, look, you're the, you're the level of accountability there based upon that. But that that's just that's just some advice that you can tell. I've no, done it's, 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 it's be- <laughs> when you've got that um that cultural shift in in a modern age which uh, again with technology and everything else we're in an unprecedented time for the church in terms of uh, just full stop but particularly in the context of of courtship so for example my man would have to go and trudge over the field knock on the door wait for the dad to come to the door and say can i please take your daughter out for 
you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Now you can just, yeah, slide in the, the, the DMs, as it were, and oh, yeah. da, da, and then you're doing the whatever. It's, yeah. it's a completely, di- like you said, there's no repercussion. There's no, um, uh, yeah, there's no fallout for, um, uh, for, for, for that kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, on a... <sighs> On a slightly different tangent, but uh, again, I think it comes into the area of um, uh, foundation and uh, just basically uh, the, the due diligence before you, you commit. Um, what do you think about uh, a man, uh, particularly in, in, in that image of, of uh, the biblical framework of being provider, pr- protector, etc.? What do you see uh, stewardship uh, as, a, as a role in, in that uh, process? You know, financial security, work status, where he's living. Because, you know, if my man's just, uh, yeah, on the dole and he's living in his mum's basement, like, is that, is he going to be in a position to be a good steward and a protector and a provider? Do you think there's uh, potentially like a, not like a, a definitive level, but is there a degree of competence from, from a man's point of view in order to say, look, I can be your head spiritually, physically. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not perfect, obviously. That we're always uh, like ongoing in that. But is there a level of of, of you know? Uh, it's a good question, brother, and I think it comes down case by case. I would never say let that be uh, you know a preventing factor, because you know circumstances, you know poverty, all sorts of things taking place. We we know that a lot of families would live together in the same house. You know that was very common. There would be certain rooms, you know, um. So you 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 got all them things in the equation, but it's it's the, it's the person's prerogative to test that and say, well, look, you know, if they can govern, as Paul says, look, if they can govern their own their own house, but how can a man govern a flock unless he can govern his own house? There is a certain level of judgment that we can we can bring and say, look, is this person, um, what's the right credible. word? Credible, credible, competent, you know, in what they're doing. Uh, and then it, you know, if you if you think that the that the, that they're not, you can ask ask them things. But that could just be a real, you know, innocent, you know, a real a real, uh, just like you know, innocent thing. Like, look, you know, I'm just struggling to make ends meet, lost my job, and this and that. But don't let that like ever prevent you from being in love and and, and seeking marriage. I don't see it as like black and white. Like, is this person credible or not? Um, it's more like, um, what are the stages to get ready for marriage? Sure. You know, so like, where are you now? Where do you want to be? It's back to the visualization thing, and you know, it is up to the to the men. I think to 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 lay it out. Like, this is where I'm at. This is where uh, where I think I want to be in this amount of time, and these are the steps that I think I'm going to get there. It doesn't even have to be like deadlines and this and that and the other, but it just needs to have some level of wisdom um, hashed out with older people who've been there, you know. Because I, I mentioned one example of like the the surgeon, um, you know, uh, and how there'd be challenges if you're with a surgeon. Likewise, you might go into uh, marriage saying, "Oh, I'm not going to sell my time for money." Um, I'm all about just relationships and family and uh, ministry and living for the kingdom. And you don't really have a plan of how, you know, the reality of that might look. And before you know, you know, you're kind of signing on. And then that's not a a great, you know, um, uh, it's just not a great way to live because you've not got much money. And then you're getting all this pressure to apply for jobs that you're not into. And then eventually you are going to get a job that you're not into and it's minimum wage and it's not going to be fulfilling. And so it's about like hashing out 
that thing. And I think as long as a as a guy has um, has thought those things through, um, it's it's beautiful to share all that with a partner, a potential partner, and want to help each other grow and make that vision come yep. true. You know, so it doesn't matter yeah. where you are now. It's yeah. about what you're what you're building together. And, and and both the, intent, the intent, the intent. Yeah. Look at look at Jacob. He laboured for what seven years mm. to to. 14 in the end 14 in the end you know you gotta have that intent because that that intent even though it may not be happening if you've got the vision and the intent as you just said all i think they're box tickers you know and and by all means by the question i I hope that uh people don't construe that as me being well (laughs) if if you're x y and z on the financial ladder you know you qualify no it's it's not it's not about that it's uh it's like you say the reality of 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 what what entails in terms of that that bigger picture so I, I think, look, and has this man got self-control? Has this woman got submission and reverence? Has the, is, is this man a, a leader? Can he lead me? Is this woman submissive or is she rebellious? You know, th- th- that's the criteria you want to go for. That's Rather. all secondary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something could change overnight. And everything, you know, as it says, man thinks in his mind and the plans of the Lord thought it. You know what I mean? So it's like things can change overnight. I think that the main criteria is all the other things are to do with an individual and where they're at spiritually. Uh, and of course, the, the I, I want that I want my wife to be going in the trenches with me. Like she's like, uh, forgive that that my ride or die. Do you know what I mean? She's going to be <laughs> by my side through thick or thin, <laughs> through rich, through poor, great, better or worse. All of that stuff. It's like so. Uh, yeah, uh, forgive if if that was a bit contrite, but it was just like I I need to know that she's going to be. Uh, seeing Christ in me, loving Christ in me, and, and is there ready to like endure to the end? So, yeah, I hope that, that didn't paint a picture of like some sort of qualification. Yeah, you know what Yo, I mean? that's what you want, mate. And he did, you know, the right woman will be like that for you when, once it's found until you double book and then they want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, the, the mindset of marriage as well, it's it's um, the worldly sort of mindset is you get the you go to school. You get the job, you get the house, you get the dog, you get the kids, then you get married. It's like an afterthought yeah. where the Hebraic mindset is no, like Ollie and the gents were saying before, mar- marriage is the beginning. It's, 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 it, you're in the you're yeah. in your PJs at the bottom of Mount Everest. You're going to build this life together. Um, and, and I think that's why uh, people, for people, marriage is an afterthought. And us as Bible believing Christians, uh, it can't be an afterthought. It's got to be if, if you want to enter intimate relationship with someone. It's the first point. It's checkpoint number one. It's base camp. It's base camp all day. And and I think again, it's the covenant versus marriage. It's these terminologies which which in our mind can 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 sort of okay. What is this? And I've got a lot of respect for um, the Muslims in this sense. I used to work with a Muslim lad. And um, he tried to be a bit, bit of one of the boys and he was speaking to me and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm married young, and it, mate? Like, you know, oh, got a, got a wife and that. And then I was just like, no, brother. I was like, hallelujah. Well, I didn't say hallelujah, but I was like, I was like, praise God, you, you, you're, um, you're married young. I said, look, I see, I see your vision. You want to build a life together now? And he, and, and, and he, he, he dropped this facade and his, his face glue up. Um, it just, just lit up because he was like, you get me. You understand me because he, because he, because he was married at a young age, 
You know, he doesn't have to go chasing tail for years, mate. It can be a graft. <laughs> it, you know, years on end, you know, failed relationships and this and all and all the rest of it. You just want to get married, build your ministry, get on with life, get into your job and serve the Lord. You know, it shouldn't be this chasing around the mountain. You know burning, what I'm saying? Burning with passion in the Bur- meantime. Burning with passion in the meantime in, in, in this man, you know, so... Yeah, <laughs> serious. Like, like as a community, you know, me and Joe junk, joke sometimes, and I like, where's it at? You know what I mean? Come on, men. You know what I mean? Come on, women. Where's it at? You know, you know, we want to get this community on fire and put all this to bed. But um, <laughs> you know, but 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 this is a, this is a question. That I, I just want to bring it back to the single mindset now, okay? Because I'm I'm I'm, you know, I, I I love the marriage mindset, but I know there's people online who are gonna be. You're thinking, okay, well, how to approach a person, and I like that person, and you know. So in the Bible, you know, how does a believer pursue someone? Okay, and I just want to open it with this because in the Bible we just don't see men pursuing women. Because if you remember in the Book of Ruth, oh, hold, hold on, go on. Okay, go on. we actually see oh, his, his pet is patting his pens back out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we see we see Ruth going to Boaz, don't we, and being submissive and being a servant. So, you know, what's that process look like? Okay, downstairs, we're in the Shabbat. I've got a fancies for someone. You know, I'm thinking the Holy Spirit's guarding me that way. Sorry for that. <laughs> before, you know what I'm trying to get at? How do you approach this person? How do you go there? You know, I, I want to open this question up because I know people need to hear this. I think I think I think mature communication yeah. is is the, the beginning, you know. Mature communication and um I think that's 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 the beginning it of is, it. It is Ma- mature communication. And 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 actively listening. So once you convey that mature communication and you, you voice across, you know, where where you're at. Act, be an active listener don't just like just listen to the stuff you want to hear take on board what they say I'm not ready for that or well maybe we could go for this or do this and you know actively be ready to receive what that what that person is going to say and don't preordain I'm going to be devastated or disappointed I think you know preparing yourself maturely uh, you're never going to lose then yeah because you've, you've prepared for the outcome maturely you know a lot of people think oh well if i ask it out and she says no i'm gonna be heartbroken and it's like just ask him and it's just like even the word single i know you mentioned the word single i think it's more like unmarried because this this word single has got it's got a stigma attached to it in the world isn't it i am single therefore i am in a deficit it's like i am single therefore i am solo and alone yeah how did paul describe it you know what i mean so yeah it's like you're unmarried isn't it um, so, so I'm single and I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> no, but doesn't no, it though? Single, it's yeah. like no, he doesn't leave you all forsake you. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're not yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 that yeah. that that single, it's like you know, it has got a lot of stigma attached to it. So to answer your question, Jack, I think communication. Yeah, I would say. What, what, what do you think, Al? Well, I just like what you were saying. How one of the best things about well i'm not going to say it's one of the best things about being marriage but one of the benefits of being married is that you don't have to go through that stage <laughs> when you said you it me and ollie were like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i no used to more rejection it, you know yeah or just like get back in the world you know because i've not been a believer my whole life you know going in the world going to a nightclub and looking for something and just oh i hated it i just hated oh. it and it's awful oh, it's and so the fact that you never have to do that again is is amazing <laughs> 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 
I think maybe like <laughs> in uh, biblical fellowships, oh, you know, there is an easier way of doing it than that thing of going up to somebody and getting rejection because you know each yeah. you know just simply asking like a friend yeah who knows them you yeah. know do you know have they mentioned you know if there's interest there and, and and stuff like that you know surely there's there's easier ways of doing it and if everybody's like much more pragmatic about it and have this courtship thing like written on their hearts that it's just really just checking out whether your purposes uh, are compatible there's not really a, there's no rejection there sure like if, yeah. I, if you meet somebody and you have these chats and you find out that she's called to something else and he's called to whatever, that's fine. Now you've found that out. So you know that you're not me- meant for each other. It's very, um, it's just so much more pragmatic. Mature. And mature, yeah. Whereas I hated all that other stuff because you get it's all wrapped up in like this confusion of yeah. self-worth and validation and all this nonsense. It's just a big, massive yeah. game and it's just yeah. horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh, so, okay, let, let, me, let me just sort of walk this through then. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting my VO5 on Okay yeah. <laughs> I like a girl in the fellowship Okay Yeah um, This is how This is my thought process Of how, how it would go about And I can say this Because I'm You know Caught and so it, it, You know So How I w- This is how I see it I would I would Say <clears throat> I would go to maybe the elders Or people close to her And say look I've got an interest in this person Is this person available You know and what what would this person feel like if I w- if I was to approach her and just get the feelers out there? You know, would you say say that would be pretty mature about it? Yeah. And then and then, <clears throat> you know, the feedback off that then that then that would give me um, the idea to 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 to, ad- to advance or not and take that further. Um, but you know, I guess I guess again, there's no formula to this, is the you know yeah because that, that, that could come with its trappings hypothetically, yeah, you know, because yeah. then someone's playing a matchmaker, and if they're not competent, you can start saying oh oh oh, and it can just turn lovey yeah. dovey. You know, I well, think going direct is is really good. Yeah, what I'm just trying to get across at is there shouldn't be this stigma, you know, no, because there shouldn't be a be, stigma be, because you know if someone if someone asks, say, say for instance, if someone um, asked me out on a date and and you know. Um, I see me wasn't compatible. You know, the person who's who, who's been asked out, you know, should think, okay, right, okay, well, well, you know, they, they, they're looking at my godly qualities, you know, so so praise be to Yah, you know, and there, sh- there shouldn't be any awkwardness in the room. I think I think that's what I'm trying to get. Or there shouldn't be any um, um, after effects, you know, after damage. It should be like, look, okay, we're all mature in this room. If you don't see it that way, um, then, then look, you 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 you're my sister anyway. Up until up until marriage. You know, is that fair? To, is that fair to yeah, go about it that yeah, way? I, I think so. And and uh, for, for me, I'm I'm more of a traditionalist in the sense that I, I would I would I'm more than happy to approach that person, articulate what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling, and to to make yeah. my intentions clear verbally. Uh, uh, contrary to to that as well, uh, as well as you know, of course, be proactive uh, and and seek it out. But at the same time, if I've got a brother who's perpetually approaching, and I mean like. Mm-hmm. Right, tried there, tried there, tried there. No, I'd have to like really um, counsel my brother on like, bro, your discernment levels aren't maybe where they should yeah. be. You need to like rein it in. So, again, it's that having that protection. If if there's a brother and sister who's who's not quite seeing it uh, as it is, you know, like you need to just um, just focus back on your keep wa- keep walking yeah. the race and let you, maybe you're not letting him do the work as much as 
you should. Great, and maybe the point. Lord's got more work to do in you first. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we don't want to just be turning up like, "Hi, I'm Adam from the garden that's in a fallen state, and I'm looking for a wife." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, you got work to get done in you, bro. Yeah, You've yeah. got work to get done in you. Yeah, has got work to do in you. If it's not happening. Maybe it's because you're in a wilderness and the Lord's got work to do in you. <laughs> yeah, this is crap me up. Yeah. <laughs> Not that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go on. I'm no, no, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 it's just, it's great. It's a great conversation because these, these are things I know people in fellowships, are, you know, these are, these are things that go around people's minds, surely. You know, we're all human, you know, in, 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 in this respect. And I think... <clears throat> Oh, I'm just going back on that pressing there, sorry. <laughs> I lost my trailer for it then. Do you, do you know, do you, while, it, while you recover, I wanted yep. to just rewind slightly to, to what uh, Joe was saying about um, how his, his sanctification in his marriage is, is so like um, uh, apparent. And, and yeah. I, as a measure of that, I, I've said it so many times when sanctification within a group environment becomes so much like there's levels to it like levels, when your heart gets revealed and i've spoken about it many times and it's um it's a, it's a different uh, side and a facet to sanctification and it's intense and that's within a group dynamic it times that by a thousand I, I believe when you're in a when when you're in marriage so so because you yeah. said one flesh it's a mirror it's a mirror it's uh, your echad warts yeah. and all it's, it's it's all coming out so i think again that's just a it's uh, so much more deeper bro it's so much more deeper because when you're in a commonwealth in a nation in a prophetic community, you can see little bits of flaws and you can notice them mm. things and that's okay. But when you're on flesh and you're in your own tent in your own room in the secret place, you know, you're going to see other things there. Yeah. But I wouldn't want anyone else and that's the beauty yeah. of it. It's like, look, no, I want to be partnered with that person. Yeah. You know, my wife to do that. So what were you going to ask me? Uh, It wasn't so much. A, it was more of just a thinking back to, to what you were talking about, like the oh, intensity sorry, of yeah. sanctification within the marriage yeah. is, is, is oh, I can only imagine how, how intense yeah. that is. Um, you, you mentioned it earlier, actually, um, Joe, uh, Ketuba. So, you know, we're talking about like having a, a realistic and a pragmatic approach to, to vision, to the realities of, of married life and, and whatnot. You know, in the world, you've got the prenuptial agreement. And I remember, like, when prenups were first coming up in the 90s and people were like, I can't believe, like, a prenuptial, like, you, you're having some sort of... Uh, and that's, like, the worldly ketubah where it's like, here's our contract. I'm, I'm lost. What, what, what's this? So a prenuptial agreement would be, basically, if we get divorced, mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen here sure. there and there. Okay. So there's, okay. like, this, like, contract, a, a fallout contract. Sorry, I'm aware now. Yeah, and then... Within, within uh, obviously, Jewish tradition, we've got the ketubah, which is the antithesis of that. This is the contract that unifies. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to, again, because I, I think there's so much in the preparation, so much in vision, so much in the foundation and the expectation. Um, now, I, I'm not an expert on, on, on the ketubah, what, what, what's entailed, but uh, what do you guys feel about the ketubah in terms yeah. of the contract obligation for once you've, once you've done the vow, once you've started at the foot of the mountain like what's what's, what's what's that you know what's going on with that thanks bro i would not say it was a tradition i would actually say it was biblical um the ketubah is seen in in in, in mount uh, it's it's seen in the ten commandments it's a ketubah that is a ketubah the ten commandments is a ketubah it's a wedding contract the mitzvot Go on. Uh, and the mitzvot is a, is a wedding vow uh, so it is a ketubah 
Moses acts, acts like a mediator, like an ambassador armed with the ketubah in, in a priestly format. Uh, marrying the nation with the God, becoming um, betrothed. Uh, it's, it's, it's biblical, mate. So God says, these are, these, these are my wedding vows. This is, this is what I want. And the people stand and say, all that Yahovah has said, we shall do, I do. I do. You know, it's like, I do, I do. And the Lord says, you know, do these things. Don't steal, don't kill, don't commit adultery, keep my Sabbath, have no other gods. There they all are. He puts them all out. And he says, do this, and, you know, you will be blessed. You will be the head and not the tail. Uh, you will pursue one and a hundred will flee. You know, you're, you're, you will have rain in due season, Latin and format. So, you know, it's a contract, you know, you, you, and, that, and that's what happens when we marry, you know, our, our, our spouse. Um, you know, I I wrote a ketubah out for Rebecca. She wrote a ketubah out for me. We swapped our contract. She wrote out the wedding vows that she wanted me to keep. I wrote it the wedding vows that I wanted from her to keep to Shema. We swap them on our wedding day. We take the bread and the wine. And we invite Yad into, into into that contract. So then, not only if I start breaking my wedding vows for Rebecca, not only am I trespassing against my wife, I'm actually fundamental. I'm really sinning again. I'm sinning against. I'm break. I'm breaking faith with God because He is now. It's a vow. Yeah, he he's now vowed in. He's he says, listen, if you say a vow in my name and you don't fulfill it, I'm gonna call. I'm surely coming to. It's gonna be repaid. Mm. So it's a lot more serious now because you brought yeah into your marriage, but then that holds you to a super level of accountability because when I don't fulfill my wedding vows, not only you know I'm letting my wife down, ultimately I'm letting yeah down. So the ketubah is massive, mate. Do Do you mind me asking? Like what kind of things would would be in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, no problem. Um, we spoke about like you know, for me, um, you know, having having no eyes for any other man, you know, things like this. And Becca was like, you know, we've heard all them at the traditional weddings, haven't we? Because that's actually a ketubah that yeah. the priest speaks for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, you know, all that like Anglican speech that the vicar makes. That's you know based on a vow. Um, but, but you know, be with me in, in sickness. Be patient with me, you know things like that. And and I've got them there, you know. And people, a lot of people get them designed in an art form. That's traditional. But we we've still got our wedding vows there, and it's good to look over them. Like you you look over the Ten Commandments, mate. You know, it's like look over them and and remind yourself what you're contractually obliged to, and reflect and examine examine yourself and. And see where you can strengthen each other in, in in what you've committed to, but Rebecca knew my shortcomings before she she vowed me in, so so she, and that's the great thing about courtship and finding each other's strengths and weaknesses. You can vow someone into that if you know that they've got wrath and they've got anger issues, vow them in. You know, if you want me, this is what I say. You know, don't lose yeah. your temper with me in every situation. Lead me correctly. Don't have outbursts of anger. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now you know, yeah, I'm yeah. just having a laugh. But they, that's a great thing. That's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. Strengthening each other. Strengthen them in, vow them in. And, and, so and that's safe, an amazing it? thing. It's safe. And then it. it's accountable, not just to a husband and wife, but with God. 
which um, it, I think it goes back to, to what Ollie was saying at the top of the show. Now, of course, Yeshua paid the price. He is our kinsman redeemer. He's redeemed us from all of our, our, our old man. Um, but we may have those indelible trauma prints, whether it be through um, sexual uh, experiences, oh, whether it be through, through traumas. Uh, so it would be naive at best to say that these things wouldn't... Um, uh, you know, manifest for want of a better word within the within the marriage. So to have that pragmatic framework of look, these are my weaknesses. This is what Yeshua is working on me. This is what I'm being sanctified in. This is where He's going to be made strong in the future, and I'm going to need you as my 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 co co part as my co you know as 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 my partner to to help me like walk walk that through. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, but don't see the ketubah as a solution. You know, it's it's not. You know, if you're going to enter into a marriage with areas in your life broken, fix them problems first before you yeah. walk down the aisle seriously. Because if you enter into a marriage uh, with 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 broken aspects of 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 yourself, and you're looking for that person to stick you together, again, you know, you're going to be in a serious deficit. It's not going to happen. Only. Yah can do that. Only Yeshua can fix you, give you sight, and bring liberty. So don't expect that person to do it. We we've spent our entire life building habits in Babylon. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been on this Torah path of righteousness for a short period of time. In 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 you know opposition to to, to our entire life building bad habits. So we want to try and iron them things out as best we can because the marriage isn't the solution to that. You know, if you're, a, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. If, if you're, if, you know, I'm speaking online. If you, if you're a guy and you've got a problem with porn, you know, marrying your wife, a, a potential wife, is not going to fix your porn problem. You've got an issue with lust. Deal with it before you get into a marriage. Because, telling you now, mate, if you're watching porn when you're married, it's serious business, mate. It's serious business. You know, that's really bad. Mm. That's adultery. So, don't go into. Don't think marriage is going to fix your porn issue. Same with a woman. If you've got, you know, rejection, rebellion, um, security issues, don't feel like you, the man is going to bring, going to fix all them things. Only God can do that. So, so again, the ketubah does not fix things. You know, it's great to keep you accountable because when a, when a man and man and woman are married, a husband and wife. It's it's not often people that are in, involved in your marriage. So you want God involved in your marriage yeah. most of all. That's why I always tell women, look for a man with strong convictions. You want a man not, not like handsome with a great jawline or this or that. You want him with strong convictions because that says he's got a head above you. So he's got governance above himself, which is Christ. And I always say to, to, to men, look for a woman who is submissive in reverence because that's showing she is going to serve you and treat you like Lord. And, and that's it. That, that's, that's what you're after. None of this other stuff. So I just hope that was just a little bit of advice there about the ketubah isn't, 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 isn't the medicine cabinet. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's right to be partnered up with the woman that you love or the man that you love to help you through that. But ultimately fix them things first before you write them down on the piece of paper. Or as best as, you know. Love that. Uh, I think that's some real talk there, bro. To be honest, and, Cheers, um, uh, yeah. Again, if you're seeking, um, you're seeking, well, not even seeking. I mean, you're going to be getting that feedback from your brothers and sisters, like in general. Um, you know, 
I think it's one of those ones. If you're if you're uh, seeking the R, you you you're walking it out in in the way that uh, is is bearing fruit. I think it's at that point people around you are going to be like, you know, like maybe you're you're you might be some material going on there for you. So I think it, those things will come to you, and it isn't it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you need deliverance and not a date. <laughs> you know. You need deliverance and not a date, <laughs> innit? If you've got them things oh. going on, you don't need a date, you need deliverance. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, you're setting yourself up to fail massively, aren't you? Because, um, as Joe says, the guy isn't going to fix that, the girl's not going to fix that, and then you just get bitter with them for not fixing it. Like, you won't think logically about that. You'll have an expectation, and when that expectation's not met, Subconsciously, you're just going to start bit feeling bitter towards that person. It's going to be there for resentment, boom, resentment, yeah. and there you're going to be contentious, and it's just going to wreck your marriage. Um, oh, wow. uh, and it's all because you're you're expecting the impossible from somebody like a mm. guy. You know, just they just can't give you what only you sure can. He's the only one who can always be with you. You know, most of the time the guy's not going to be with you because he's going to be doing loads of other stuff mm. that he has to do in his week. Wisdom, uh, man, wisdom. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, right, so I think we've uh, we've painted a great picture with regards to uh, um, the courtship element. Um, I wanted to focus a little bit more, going on from from the Katuba element. Um, I wanted to uh, look at like endurance and perseverance in marriage, which are, are two completely unglamorous words when it comes to romance and and whatnot. Sorry, what uh, was that? What were you looking at? Endurance and perseverance in marriage. So Ephesians five t- uh, twenty five. Husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Uh, we've also got First uh, Corinthians thirteen. Uh, love suffers long, is kind. Love does not envy, etc. Um, Proverbs thirteen ten. By pride comes nothing but strife, but the well advised is wisdom. So I just want maybe particularly towards you, you guys, when it comes to the realities of sacrifice uh, endurance and perseverance within within uh, married marriage life um, <laughs> again i mean it's easy for me to like talk more freely because i've got less to lose but you've got wives that are probably going to watch this so um yeah w- what does it mean to be you know long suffering to to sacrifice yourself to lay lay your lay your life down to to, to die to self in, in that context what does that look like for you guys yeah um, it looks like difficulty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hard mode, beast mode. Nah, just kidding. It's it's a beautiful thing. Look, it it brings such a blessing because it's a service, um, and to love ultimately is 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 to experience God, you know. Um. So yeah, I, I think that that it does come. With a level of endurance and and things like that, but you know, it's 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 a gift, man. It really is. Marriage is a gift, and it's all worth it. You know, it is all worth it. But it is a sacrifice. It is a ministry. Um. So yeah. I'm not sure how to respond. To be honest, um, one thing I was thinking of is, I think often guys in the 30s, I'm just bringing it back to courtship as well. Often guys in the 30s, if um. And men maybe earlier as well have a real sense of wanting to establish their purpose and maybe potentially looking for a wife and a family uh, to to fulfil that purpose. And um, I don't think that's a, 
bad motive to get with somebody, but you can fall into like a rescuer victim kind of thing. You might find somebody who you think you might be able to rescue and that would give you a, a big sense of purpose. Wow, wow that's uh, interesting, man. I'm yeah. not sure if that's always, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're compatible, um, but they might look to you like, you know, you're a rescuer and be like, oh, wow, you're, uh, and, and both of you kind of things in the flesh again are going to feed into one another. So I think it's potentially just another pitfall in marriage. Um, I'm not sure if that kind of rescuer victim thing thing works. Um, like a husband has to be, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably leave it at that. Uh, at that, but you know, I think it's just maybe a, a, another pitfall. Like, yes, there, there's sacrifice, um, but we we don't want to kind of fall into into that element either okay fair um, enough um maybe if i frame it frame it slightly differently what 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 can be um perhaps the threats to a successful marriage do you think what are the biggest obstacles to to, to a, and i say successful in inverted commas because obviously no marriage is perfect but um, I, I don't have threats in in my vo- vocabulary when it comes to marriage because there's no way out you know it's just it's implausible obviously you know the, the enemy comes to divide and that but yeah, yeah, is supreme, you know, and always, always, we're always going back to him and his covenant and his protection. So it's not about, you know, a righteous man may fall seven times. But it's not about how many times he falls. It's about how many times he gets back up. So, you know, I don't really see that there. I think, I think it just comes with the territory that over time you just begin to, to learn each other transactionally a bit better and, 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 and work better and and you just can't be bothered with 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 the with the downs it's just like look we know that don't work let's just try it this way you know we know this is fruitful and you've got to then you've got to then kindle that Mm. you know bite the tongue in the right place don't get tempered there beck is fantastic at doing it she's amazing you know credit word it's due and then when she shows me up it's like oh gotta step your game up you know what i mean (laughs) so it's give and take and it's it's inspiring one another through your own obedience. When I see Becca in godly obedience, it's like wow, that really empowers me to what my game and stuff. Taking it back to being equally yoked again. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I think expectations is the is the main thing. You know, um, we're I was talking about the uh, uh, like Paul's secret of contentment uh, the other day with you. I think yeah. and this whole thing about content. Uh, uh, you know, being con. Uh, what's the word? Content. Yeah, content. Yeah, so I'm getting super tired. Married You end up on shutdown on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slurring my words and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, this this whole idea of being content um, is different to happiness. I, I think content is, um, yeah, it's, it's all to do with expectations. So when life lines up with your expectations, you have a sense of contentment. When life doesn't uh, line up with the expectations you feel discontent and it doesn't actually matter what the circumstances you could see when somebody's doing like a news thing in a refugee camp and there's loads of kids playing football in the background or whatever just getting on with it you know their yeah, circumstances are yeah, yeah their circumstances are horrendous but they've managed to just deal yeah. with it so wow. it's not actually circumstances that make you discontent it's your expectations and i think that happens a lot in in marriage you know if you go into marriage thinking that, that you've got this expectation that this person's going to you know, rescue or make you feel a certain way or whatever, and then it doesn't happen, then you're going to fall into this discontentment. If you flip that and realise that you're both flawed, you know, you're both uh, f- 
not per- perfected yet. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you have an, ex- uh, an ex- like you accept each other's flaws and you're expecting that. I think that can really help, you know, uh, with that kind of perseverance and, and long suffering because Beautiful man. both partners have to put up with each other's, you know, flaws <laughs> and stuff, you know, it's just a part of it. Um, and, uh, and when we can expect that, hopefully we can find beauty in the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's probably the biggest bit for priests seek holiness before happiness mm-hmm. you know priests recognize that holiness makes you happy mm. you know you don't get happy and then oh i'll have a bit of holiness today you know you know, get set apart yeah and that will bring contentment priests seek holiness before happiness love that love that yeah i'll just um just speaking about that and um, priests seeking holiness and um, leading to happiness no, I'd just like to give some encouragements for those online and listening because if you're keeping his ways, if you're walking out as Torah, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're trying your best in spirit to, 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 to keep his ways, to observe his, observe his commandments, you've got to remember that you are the A-side. Mm. You are the pearl. Mm. Do not compromise for anything Okay. Mm, no. Remember, remember, children of Israel, what happened? The Moabites got sent into the camp. And Don't what was the there was a test. They was a test, wasn't they? You know, there was a test to see where the heart lies. Look at King David, it was a test. Look at Solomon, it was test, a test. Test, test, test. test, 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 test you test. to see if you will keep the commandments. This is he's told us what he's gonna do. And and and, and if we've made a covenant to yeah, you know, we, we we're serious about God in this room. We're serious about God and our fellowship. We have made a covenant with God, and I will tell you right now, he will get zealous for you and he will fight for you. He will fight for you to, <laughs> to find the right partner and he will fight for you to keep the commandments. So if you start compromising him, he's going to get zealous. There's a, there's a real danger in the, compromise, bro. The, 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 the compromise is the devil's foothold in your life. Mm. Compromise is the inadequacy in your walk. Mm. Com- compromise is, is the enemy in your obedience and obedience begets blessing. You mm. want to stay blessed. You want to stay in the harmonic principles. Do not compromise. Yeah. You know, compromise is... The devil's foretold yeah, in your life. And, don't do and, it. And, and look, I'm just, I'm just want to drive this point home because look, you are, you are the pale, you are the rubies, the, you know, greater than rubies. Uh, you know, uh, what, what, what does Proverbs thirty one say? Description of a woman, fa- greater than any rubies. Who can find you know, her? Who can find her? You know, please know your value, Israel. If you're walking out these commandments, don't be settling for someone because you because you fancy them. Come on, you know, don't be settling for someone because no you've way. got a little tingly thing in, in 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 your stomach. Don't do it to yourself. You're already married to God. You're already He's in your covenant maker. with He's God. Your lover. He, he, he comes your first. So so when we start to align these things, and you say, okay, God, I'm married to you. I'm gonna go all out for you. Then God's like, okay, now you're ready. You know, like Joe was saying, you know. You know, give up the pawn. Give, give give up these other things, these cha- chains in the relationship, so you can you can you can freely build someone up it, it, when you're ready to step into that arena. Hallelujah! Get so infatuated with God, get so lost in God that the other person has to seek God in order or in order to find you. Mm. You know, that's where I was at with it. I was so obsessed with God, I weren't going to have nothing else. So that's where you need to be. Yeah. Get so lost in God that that person needs to look for. God. God in order to find yeah, you. And, and I, and I want to bring it, I want to bring the perspective of, look, you know, 
please consider the consequences, okay? You know, of 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 choosing the wrong partner. Please consider it not over, uh, only on your ministry, on the people it will affect around you, on your church, on your community. How are you going to bring up your kids? Uh, uh, you know, how are you going to be keeping the Sabbath together? All these questions we do really need to consider and remember that you're the A side. Remember that you're not compromising for anything and, and, and God's got a partner out there for you and Eliezer, the Holy Spirit's going to go and find that partner if you just hold fast, self-control, patient, love, expects all. You know, please, you know, I've seen so many people and, and, the, and, and, and they compromise. You know, what you've got to do is you've got to only, only got to speak to elders in the faith. Go, go and speak to an elder sister or an elder brother who's married a non-believer. Have a conversation for 10 minutes and they'll share how it is. You know, these are serious life decisions here, what we're talking about. And 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 and, and know that you are greater than rubies. Know that you are greater than a pearl. And hold on to that and don't let go. Mm. Don't compromise for anything. And, and, and seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto it. Amen. 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 It was, that's... Jackie, that's beautiful. But I was going to ask, like, oh, what words of encouragement have you got? And then you're just <laughs> like, fire! <laughs> Love that. Um, just my last question, uh, I guess, um, and I'll put it out there. What's the purpose of marriage? What's the point? The purpose of marriage... Scripturally, come on, Joe, the, you know the, this. Pu- the purpose of marriage is, is the kingdom, and the kingdom is the rule of God on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So for me, marriage uh, is godly offspring. It's it's communion. It's it's ministry. But ultimately, it's kingdom. And kingdom is the rule of God on earth. Amen. Ollie? Say, couldn't say it better than that, to be say honest, mate. Better. Jackie, care to elaborate? I'm, I'm, Dare I'm, to I'm elaborate. still a single unmarried man, so I can't comment. <laughs> Well, I think I just want to say it doesn't always go like that, though. True, you know, true. it doesn't always go like that. True. You know, the best part of time, it's and that's that's the fallen state of it. You know, yeah. Just before we finish, one thing we never got onto was like the physical side of courtship and oh, the protocols around that. It's, it's a big, call, it's no, a big I mean, it's a big I think we got to touch let's, on it let's real go, quick. Yeah, so yeah, basically, okay. a few minutes, right, you know. The, the, this is the real, this is the real, real. So the uh, boundaries of physical intimacy, um, proximity, um, w- can can we be alone? How who should be present? Do we hold hands? When do we kiss? Is that is kissing too much before marriage? Is, do you know all of those things? Physical intimacy, proximity, what, do's and don'ts. This, this, this is not control. I want to just stress that from the beginning. Our heart, all of our hearts, are for people to blossom in marriage and to do the will of God and for godly offspring, but to do it right. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like, I just want to say this one thing. <sighs> That when we say these things, we want we want it to bring liberty and not captivity. Life. We want it to bring life. So yeah, boundaries are legit. Boundaries need establishing. It's Torah, you know. Establish your ten pegs. Don't move them. Like boundaries are real. You know, some boundaries that I would say is like not staying over each other's house alone. I think that's that's massive. You know the intimacy of of how far you want to go. She, that that woman is still under her father's covering. So, all right, she's technically 
she's technically partnered with her father at that time. The father gives it away. He walks it down the aisle. The mum, the mother also, my mum gave me away during my wedding. My mum's like buzzing her head off. She stood up, danced. But that's biblical as well because uh, a man shall leave his mother and cling to his Cleave, wife. Yeah. Okay, so, th- th- it, you know, there's got a level of tradition in there, of course, but... So, and what I want to say is, you won't, you shouldn't be doing anything with that that woman that you wouldn't do in front of her father. I think that's a great rule of thumb. Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say, like the 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 base like uh, assumption here that everybody listening has got to the point where they think of these three points that yeah should find a believer second that we don't want to have sex before marriage and the main thing around not having sex before marriage is that you don't want to be ha- creating those soul ties with somebody that you're not absolutely sure that they're your partner right and you know that you're sure that they're your partner when you marry them by the way yeah you know, not yeah. before then <laughs> so like when it when it, some people they'll try and trick themselves in the flesh oh i've made my mind up they're my partner now so now we can make out no you wait until you get married because that's when you're sure you, so you need to submit your biology to your theology so we want people to to come to that realization that this is about protection of your your soul and your heart because if you have sex with somebody outside of marriage and it doesn't work out and that you don't end up marrying them it could cause this irrevocable damage to your heart that some people never get over. Like I said at the beginning, I know people in their 30s that are still having panic attacks over relationships in their in their uh, teenage years. So this is like absolutely critical to, to not do that. Now, if you've come to that realization and that's your base level, that you don't want to be having sex before marriage, just be wise. Like, what's the benefit of this courting? Everything that we've talked about and how you can do courting and get the most out of it and set yourself up, what's the benefit of going around and watching Netflix at night time with each other, you know, or, you know, when you're just being alone at night time in a house, like you don't, that doesn't add any benefit to what this part of your relationship. Mm. You've got the rest of your life to, to make out as much as you want. So don't put yourself in any position where you're going to be tempted and then you might find that um you know particularly like uh, the the woman might be like well i feel confident that i'm not going to slip up so i feel okay to go and stay at this guy's house or whatever but you c- don't make somebody else stumble the bible's mm. full of verses about don't do and, stuff to and make other persons will, will stumble in that way yeah and like it'll just wind them up like uh, it, it, you're putting yourself in like this like lion's den of temptation making it difficult for the man at that point uh, and, and making them uh, wound up and and it's just it just leads to this whole thing of like um you start off with really strong convictions and then you compromise a little bit and it's like okay well maybe just come in for one drink and then that day you, you don't go any further and it's fine and then the next day it's like oh you may as well stay for a bit longer and then it's a few more drinks and then oh well, you may as well stay over but stay over in the spare room and then you know what i mean after for six months or a year or compromise. two years it, it gets closer and closer to that and there's a part of you that enjoys it because it's like, oh, the, the chemistry there and, oh, it's wrong, but it feels so right. You know, all that rubbish, you know. And it's just like, pack it and just, just don't do <laughs> just it. Pack just it. Pack yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's like not worth it at all. It's so dangerous. You're playing with fire, like yeah. a fire that will cause irrevocable damage to you. Mm. Um, there's, it's not necessary. Just just don't do it. Um, you, c- you, can, you can go on long walks together, go for brunch together, go for lunch, have meals in restaurants, hang out with friends, do hobbies together, speak on f- Zoom. Spe- you, know, you, can, you can do so much. You just don't need to be in a position 
where you're going to be tempted to make out. Keep yeah. it set apart. Yeah. Keep it holy. Timing is everything. You know, timing is, is right. We recommend, you know, a full tour, a cycle, do the Moedim together. You know what I mean? Experience oh, well. one another in the Moedim. So there's just one other thing as well with, with this. Like um, some people might get to the point as well where they feel like both partners are so sure that they're not going to slip up with this that they could go and maybe go away and sleep in separate rooms or something. But then you've still got to imagine what impacts that's going to have on other people, you know, uh, who, who see you. Because there's going to be another younger couple who's going to look up at you, think you're, you know, uh, w walking with the Lord and say, oh, well, those two did that. So then mm. uh, I, I feel like, uh, not like yeah. we can do it. So even if you feel like there, there isn't any risk, and I, and I think you're kidding yourself anyway you still got to fall back on don't make other people stumble yeah. in your community you know yeah every action is rooted in a thought that preceded it and everyone who wa watches you is going to learn from you so that's 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 yeah, really and, important and why, ri why risk why making risk somebody it? else stumble when there's no benefit of you putting yourself in that position anyway you know yeah. like just don't sleep in the same house you know and and don't all it does yeah. is build connections and covenants with your eyes yeah. and you start playing husband and wife and putting yeah. your mindset in there and really don't because if it doesn't work out you're just going to be left with heartbreak yeah and if you've decided that you don't want to have sex anyway you know you, you just just don't do it just don't you don't need to sleep in the opposite uh, you know rooms next to each other you know i'd say another thing is space you know we can quickly become obsessed and infatuated we need space because in the real world, you'd have space. Me and Becker aren't walking around, necking each other, holding hands, just joined at the hip. We're one flesh. But we, we, we have space, and absence makes the heart grow fonder. And, you know, Yeshua's even give us space. The bride and the bridegroom mm. have got space now. Um, because infatuation can creep in. You need to ask yourself, am I spending more time with this person, thinking about this person, than I am with God? You know, I've had now pushed all my accountability and my friends out the way. You know, the people who I was texting and seeing like every every other day of the week, um, they, they've sort of gone now and been shelved and like this person's replaced that and I'm just ticking over. So I think space is massive because you need to test obsessions, infatuations, codependencies, all these things need to, to be ironed out properly and hammered out. So I would say space. Perfect. Well, uh, I, I don't even have a Netflix account, so I think that's the <laughs> that's the first uh, step in safety. So <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. garbage anyway. <laughs> one final one for me: family involvement. Family family involvement. I think it's really important. I know we mentioned about the father being the covering, but getting getting your spiritual family on board is massive. So you know, if you think, well, you know, my 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 mum's passed away, my dad's passed away, so called, or this or they're not in my life. Um, well, then you've got a spiritual family involved, the spiritual family. I know recently you've been having talks with um, the, the lady you're courting with their parents, and she's also been having talks with your parents. Um, yeah, so so that I think it's just to involve, you know, all, all you know, the loved ones, really, isn't it? And, and I think, I guess there's this notion sometimes of, like, <clears throat> when you're, so some people believe that that oh, oh you know we, we can we can get married, um and not not to kind of sidetrack it but oh, oh you know we, we can get married before God, um you know we don't have to get married by the law of the land but you know f for me I I, th I think you know you need that if the father's a believer or an unbeliever, um they need to um 
be involved. They need to know where their daughter's up to. They need to know where their son's up to. You need to get both parties involved. Again, just bringing it back into the light. And I like what um, Ollie said before about being blameless. Mm. I think... Um, especially as a community and as a fellowship, there's got to be a standard to set because we want to be set apart from the world. Um, we do want to uh, uh, appear um, blameless. We don't want to make other people stumble. And look, I'm just going to put it out there right now. Um, you know, when, when, you, when you've got that desire for someone, you, you need to be so vigilant. And I know men who are so disciplined in every other area. And I mean levels of discipline that... That, that 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 you can't you know you could you could just about read about you know serious serious levels of discipline and fall short and it you know this this is something when the, when the heart gets stirred up it's real so if you think you're exempt please you know take heed lest that when you stand least you fall and 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 the only way to do this is to flee sexual immorality we see Joseph in the Bible with Potiphar's wife what does he do he doesn't even he doesn't stick around for the scene he doesn't he doesn't sort flee of flee he, 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 he sprints out, out the room and gets off. And I think this is our attitude that we need to have um, towards these scenarios for me. Um, these are in the same house, you know, there definitely needs to be a curfew on the time. I wouldn't put myself in that position personally, but, you know, some some scenarios may may, may need it if you're, if you're um, you know, long distance. And for instance, Emma's long distance, she comes over, she stays here, there's parents in the house, but there's curfew on what times um, we go to bed. Um, you know, and these, these things may sound childish and immature and like, well, you know, what's going on here? But look, the, I've seen I've seen how devastating these things can be and, 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 and something um, which is really blessed, you know, what, what is what's going to be blessed and, and contribute to all the ministry, contri- you know, contribute to all God's kingdom and um, could be snatched <laughs> away in an instant. You know, the devil's like a roaring lion. So I think fleeing sexual immorality and um, keeping the parents involved um, whether they're spiritual or not, I think it's just great, great to get them involved. Mm. And 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 and, I, and again, it's 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 appearing blameless. Okay, what can I do? Um, so 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 I'm um, I'm I'm on appear blameless to my brethren, and 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 for me, this is this is the biggest thing uh, in terms of accountability. You need someone who is outright going to ask you uncomfortable questions. And I know this might seem really intrusive. But I welcome this, you know. Um, you know, I've I've got people in my life who just straight out ask me, Jack, okay, you just spend some time with each other. Have you just done this? And I and, and I know that might sound a bit crazy, but I want them to ask that because it puts a reverence in me, knowing that that question's gonna come. And if I say yes to them, then then there's gonna be consequence to this. And I know that sound sound, sound a bit far fetched, but these these are the things we need to welcome if we're gonna be set apart because the heart is deceitful above all things. So I know I've, I've sort of touched on different areas here, but these are just things that I try and apply. And, um, and, and, and yeah, yeah. And I like that piece about just being really honourable to the parents and involving them as well, because I've actually got, you know, an eight-year-old daughter now, and I can, you know, just about imagine what it would be like to give her away one day. Mm-hmm. And um, for, uh, you know, it would be hard, but f- if a lad had come approached really, me first and been really honourable about it, um, you know, I'm gonna just respect him so much more than if it was going on, you know, behind my back or whatever. So. And, and these are the process, 
you should be processes you should be thinking about entering into a courtship okay i want to enter into a courtship with this person okay we both agreed as, uh, as 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 individuals okay the next move is we take it to the elders and we take it to our family and uh, right at the start when you want you know so uh, these there's no formula but there is fail safes well, we you, hope, you know we hope we've um, given that this yeah. evening and covered them bases um, yeah, again, it just feels like we could just keep rolling. Um, so many, it's, it's just so many facets to this, and it's, uh, it's, it's just been, it's, it's, it's been deep. I think, I think we, I think we've, I think we've smashed we've it. Had a, we've had a good go. <laughs> um, I just want to say, praise God for, for marriage. For it's the apex of the, of, of the, of the vision that is Yeshua coming back for his bride. Um, if we've got Christ in our hearts, we, we're so blessed that we have the vision and the picture of Yeshua and the bride that that, that is the archetype. That is the, the, the picture of, of what everything that we're discussing uh, within the context of marriage is so that we can see Yeshua. We can see the return uh, of our Messiah coming back for his, uh, for his spotless, beautiful bride. And um, the fact that we, we, we get to walk out that image that picture through uh, through marriage uh, is is just uh, it's unbelievable. So, um, gents, I just want to say thank you for for everything you shared, uh, for your honesty, for your transparency, uh, and um, again, uh, so much to chew on. Um, I just pray that this blesses uh, everybody else out there that re- that watches this. Um, again, give us your feedback, comment. Um, like subscribe do all that stuff but uh, importantly most importantly i pray that you take this to your heart and, and really meditate on the things that, that that our heart for this conversation um not only is it um uh, great for ourselves to to, to listen on and, and, and to to get into but we really really hope that this uh, uh begins to, to to paint a bit of a framework for those out there who are looking into this and and and, and have this on their heart so um i just thank you for thank you for for joining us so um, hallelujah uh, again, from from our house to yours, uh, shalom. Shalom. Um, and lastly, if anybody's led to pray uh, to close off the, the show, it would be uh, it'd be much obliged. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. We just give thanks and praise for for marriage, Father. We just lift up all the people in this stage of a uh, relationship or at this stage in their life where they're they're looking for somebody, Father. We pray that they get set apart. We pray that the 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 this goal of having a, a set apart. Uh, relationship gets written on their hearts that they get excited by the the idea of building this uh, marriage on the rock where we 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 pray for wisdom father we pray for protection lord and we we pray that you guide them in their steps we we pray uh, your will not our will your ways not our ways your agenda not our agendas we pray uh, complete submission to you lord Uh, and i'm finding just a freedom and a joy in that father uh, a freedom that that surpasses um, uh, you know, what, whatever you could find in the world, um, a, a joy that surpasses that as well and a fulfillment that su- surpasses that, Lord. Uh, we pray that people can, can uh, really connect with the, how wholesome uh, it is to build a relationship uh, with, uh, with like your calling for their lives at the center of it and how you, they're, they're searching for another person who has the same calling uh, so that, that so that they can work together to to create this vision that you've put in their hearts. We pray for people to be strong in their convictions about who they are, what they want, what their goal is in life, what 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 um, you've put, what purposes you've put in their heart. We pray for people to be really strong in that, so that when when they meet somebody, they can discern whether that person is is is, is uh, a compatible partner to to partner up with uh, to to create those goals. 
Um, in Yeshua's name, we pray this, Father. Amen. 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 Amen.